Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jeremiah Plunkett, wrestling's last journeyman and one hell of a hand, and you're listening to the Turn the Buckle Podcast. Bro, why'd you close the door? Huh? Why'd you close the door? Have it. <laughs> <laughs> we in the hotel room, everybody. What's up, guys? What's up? We have made it to Knoxville. Hello. Oh. I don't know if that was on the podcast. Good thing is, it ain't smell a vision. Smell a listen. Smell a listen. Smell a listen. It smells magnificent in here. It smells like cheeseburger pizza. Ooh, that stuff was good. Big Mac pizza. That Big Mac pizza was amazing. Real cheese pizza. Ooh, BLT pizza. That BLT pizza was amazing. Josh liked the barbarian cream. <laughs> I found the random Bible in the, in the nightstand. <coughs> barbarian cream. Every time I laugh, I already get it. Yeah. That's a little turdlet. A little turdlet? <laughs> What's it look like? Yummy. Oh, God. What's up, fuckers? What's up, guys? Hola. Are we actually doing a podcast normal, not recording backwards? I mean, we're technically always doing a podcast normal. We do nothing normal. And that's why we're awesome. We can't do anything normal. Why would you want to be normal? Exactly. We I don't mean, want here to Here we be. sit in a hotel room in Knoxville, <laughs> two of us with our shirts off. Woohoo! Yeah! Sorry. <laughs> Will with the air-conditioned sock. <laughs> <laughs> Me praying the air conditioner starts working better than it is. Josh has already clogged the toilet up. You clogged it up first. Oh, no. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no, I did not. Mine went down on the third flush. Yes, Benjamin's did go down. So we have Josh that in the cold open. Josh had a plunger, and the lady said, you fat fuck, you've only been here five minutes. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> True from, story. From safely in here in the hotel room. True story. She actually said, already? Because <laughs> <laughs> we just ate a delicious pizza buffet, and anybody from our area, Rocky, will remember this. Oscar's Pizza Inn, we found one here on Clifton Highway. What, five minutes from the hotel, if that? Yeah, right around the corner from the hotel. Absolutely and, delicious. And the venue we're going to is eight miles. Eight minutes. Eight minutes from the hotel. And the Taco Bell is right outside our window. In the hotel parking lot. <laughs> we're and good. there's a Burger King on the other side of us. Yeah, we're, we're and good. steak buffet up the hill. <laughs> I mean, Why are we only talking about the food places? Because that's all we got so far. <laughs> Have you seen these? That's true. As that's true. <laughs> but we did try grilled cheese pizza. Mm-hmm. Oh, the grilled cheese pizza was amazing. Delicious. God damn it. So fucking good. It tastes like the most delectable grilled cheese that your mom made you when you're homesick from school. Yes. And it's just, all it needed was the accompaniment of 
a bowl of tomato soup. Goddamn right. But I don't like tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, fuckface. Speaking of which, <laughs> what was another good piece of pizza we had today, Josh, that you refused to eat the sandwich of? BLT. And he tried it with an L and T. I did. And the look on his face was like, mmm, this is fucking delicious. I should quit eating like my four-year-old. <laughs> I don't have a four-year-old. He was four at one time. Yeah, six years ago. Okay. Okay. He's still four. He still eats the same shit he ate at four. No, my four. He'll eat everybody at a house. No, anymore. you eat the same shit you ate when he was four. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you think dino nuggets and macaroni and milk, chocolate milk is a good meal. Goddamn but, right. Hold on. <laughs> that's a snack. And the chocolate milk's in a wine glass. That's a snack because it takes a whole box of dino nuggies for me to get full. Because we're classy bitches. <laughs> and hold on. Oh, I'm shit. Back. I just hit myself in the dick. Will to Josh, Josh a comment. But Josh just literally punched himself in the dick. And then exclaimed, I just hit myself in the dick. <laughs> Come here, wild knots. <coughs> Holy oh, shit. We're going to get kicked out of pay-per-view. We're going to get kicked hotel. out of the hotel, yeah. Oh, FYI, our room is the first room next to the office, uh, the front desk, so yeah. Whoever's around us is screwed. But the good thing is, I stayed at this hotel numerous times like I was studying out, and the best thing about this and any other trip, we had to go up no stairs. No, no stairs. I like no stairs. We literally walk in, take a left, we're the first room, oh, pass the ice machine. Yep. Speaking of, we need to get some ice. We do. We do. Just stuff it down our pants. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is nice and toasty in this hotel. We could probably get the ice bucket, fill it all the way up, Push his foot still under there and let the breeze blow on the ice, and it might cool it off some. No, I don't think that would even. You'll wake up and you'll be. You ever seen Best Four House in Texas? That was their air conditioning. Was it not? Josh, go fill the bucket up. Give it up. What's the worst gonna happen? No, I want to get over. It don't cool it down. Why, hold on, before you leave, Josh, while we're on the subject of things that have happened today, let's finish. Let's finish our pizza buffet. What else did we try? Bacon uh, cheeseburger. Bacon cheeseburger pizza. And the Big Mac pizza. And the uh, loaded potato, baked potato oh, pizza. God. That baked potato pizza was amazing. Shit, but yeah. this is a place called Pizza and it's just like the one we used to have at home. Uh, thin crust pizza, great salad bar, uh, great dessert pizza. They served beer. Our waitress was awesome. Told us, uh, she was hilarious. Was telling us about her, uh, her the uncle, uncle that had passed away. Always tried to embarrass everybody. Because we were being our normal selves and just talking shit, trying to embarrass Josh. Yeah. Yep. And she is. She, I mean, she joined right in. And they served beer. Which was doing that. For our buddy. Yeah, I wish I'd have seen the beer first. For our buddies that live up here. Thanks for telling us about it, you fucking dicks. My truck driving daddy had to tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of that, Shane and Menace, y'all will probably be on the podcast Tuesday. We can link up with you when we're up here. Hopefully. Uh, uh, don't forget this it and the podcast we're making up for for Tuesday we're going to cover all those results next week yeah this coming day. Tuesday we're going to have a everybody's got to read results because we'll have two weeks worth of shit oh okay. shit no okay. we're putting this out this weekend so Tuesday 
when we record Tuesday, it's going to be a long-ass podcast. We're going to be reviewing two weeks' worth of TV. Two pay-per-views. Two pay-per-views. Well, yeah, two pay-per-views. You had the okay. In Your House. Yeah. You had the uh, LNSL. And uh, speaking of... Finally, the Forbidden Doors. Speaking of Hell in a Cell, uh, our new boob champion is... Me. Jason. God damn it. Lost the damn boob cup. He lost a boob cup at damn double or nothing. <laughs> Which, just for the record, I want 100 on my picks, just so everybody knows. Uh, Hell in a Cell picks? I was perfect. Yeah. Uh, uh, Will and I were... Mine didn't matter for shit. Will and I were <laughs> in like, the finals. Will sends a message like Sunday morning. goes, I need picks. I'm like, fuck, I ain't even played. <laughs> <laughs> Which we may go ahead and cover RCW now, just because that's a topic we it'll take us a little while to discuss. Maybe one last thing to do Tuesday, give us something to talk about now too, once we get to that point. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but we're on our boys' trip. We are successfully in Knoxville. We delayed leaving this morning. Uh, anybody that knows uh, knows us, at least Jason and I are huge baseball fans. Fuck Even yes. bigger Atlanta Braves fans. Uh, last year, Jason and I got to spend Father's Day at the Atlanta Braves game yep. without our kids and our wives. So it was the greatest Father's Day ever. No, I'm <laughs> It was the greatest, sweetest Father's Day gift. It was. Because your wife and daughter and my daughters were like, y'all deserve, much like they did on this trip, y'all deserve yeah, it. Yeah, y'all deserve it, y'all go, have fun. Much we had brunch with them and then we were gone until like almost midnight that night. Uh, yeah. We went down uh, as best friends, Jason's first ever Braves game. Yeah. Uh, my first game of the season. My we, first ever Braves game we saw, it was a one they, nothing final. Well, they move it to Sunday night baseball, which makes it a later start time, so it wasn't as hot. Game two of a doubleheader. Game header. two of a doubleheader against the Cardinals. They lost game one. They win game two by one run. They went at one to, to nothing, which was Acuna's 100th career home run. So us as best friends spending Father's Day together, his first history. Braves game, got to see history made. So that was great. Uh, this year, you know, maybe somebody don't want the tickets. We can go again. Hey, hey, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. So, I wouldn't if anybody got season tickets and don't want to go to Father's Day, we'll take them. Yeah, no doubt. We got understanding families. Uh, Jennifer just sent a group text or a picture. Bunch of Jennifer. Full disclosure has my kids and her and Jason's daughter this weekend for girls' weekend. But basically, our kids. Yeah, got our. Yeah, that's, everybody knows it was that. Uh, she's doing girls weekend with our kids and I don't think we put that over enough with us being selfish, self-centered, egotistical assholes oh my God, <laughs> and how much fun we're going to have uh, but yeah, oh, yeah. they've already went up to Hickson to get some fun for the two two of them later, Yeah, visited their grandparents <laughs> and they went and ate, Kylie just texted me, they're wanting to go get her and Amy's wanting to go get their nails done, of course so I told her to go ahead and if Jen needs anything just call me and I'll cash out for some money so they can have a good weekend too, but uh, things like that, you know, that's one thing. Yeah. I wouldn't put my pop out. It popped <clears throat> having, you know, people that care enough about my kids. You got Uncle Will, Uncle yeah. Josh, Daddy Jason. They called Jennifer Mom. Like, as soon as Kinsey walked in there this morning, it's like, good morning, Mom. And, I mean, you don't find that everywhere else. No, no. People are so accepting of your kids, especially... When Jennifer first came around before she knew me, she was accepting of my girls because of the relationship you had with them. Right. And that's even harder to find a girl that will do that this day and age. And now 
because she they weren't her. they weren't my kids. Right. They were my ex's kids. Right. And she didn't know me at the time, so she didn't know right. how close we were and all that other stuff. Because you know we kind of parted ways when I left Empire. We still talk, but not not as much. But for her to you know she'll tell you she's got three dollars. Yeah. Uh, two and a half. Uh, Mackenzie's still technically a dollar. Okay. <laughs> she had, <clears throat> but that's the thing, though, is you don't. You also don't find a group like we have. You no, don't. that's very you true. Don't. We have. We we are so blessed. We have such a good village. We have such great support with everybody. It's like I made this comment during, and we'll get into that later with the RCW thing. Was that, um, you know, like in wrestling, when we come up, it was a brotherhood. It was a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm blessed to have that family. That translates back into this, you know. We're, we've always got each other's backs. And I said, we may fight amongst ourselves, yep. but nobody else is going to yep. fight us. Exactly. And that's us. Like, you know, we crack jokes on Josh, but we crack jokes on Will. We crack jokes on you. Right. Hell, we crack, jo- we crack jokes on each I'll crack jokes on myself to get everybody started laughing. Well, kind of like that. the parking lot earlier. God <laughs> <Not> damn. <laughs> Full disclosure, we're traveling, so everybody but Will and Josh, the two newbies to road travel, are wearing actual shorts. Jason and I, of course, are in oversized t-shirts and oversized basketball shorts, because that's how you travel. And my phone fell out of my pocket, and it went in the side, and of course it's on my left side where I can't get to it. So Josh gets my phone out, well he's face down ass up. If y'all know me, that's the way I like to fuck. <laughs> so the fuck get, you think you are, ludicrous? In the ludicrous. <laughs> but uh so I get behind Josh and I'm just acting like I'm doing it well then he starts fidgeting so every time he moves I'm moving well in these basketball shorts a Wally down there is moving too <laughs> and Josh what were you saying I I could I could feel the damn thing <laughs> God almighty that's usually what the bitches say including the God almighty that's I mean, what I'm talking about <laughs> Everybody in this world, <coughs> except Will, has seen that damn thing. He won't look. Dangerous. He won't look. <clears throat> I don't want to see it. Which is surprising to me. What? I figured the curiosity would get the best of him. He like, don't like bears. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong, actually. <clears throat> We're not sleeping together tonight, Will. It's too hot. So he's a fan of Arn Anderson. Too hot for sweaty sex. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, we'll let Josh run and get some ice, and we'll throw our little break in here and come back with uh, what is bullshit a little bit talk about some RCW. Yeah. What we're looking forward to, but your dysfunctional favorite podcast is Made It Safely to Knoxville. Uh, Rocky Spurlock brought up a good point on the way up here. Oh yeah. shit, y'all are gonna need bell. We money. need bell money. We'll yeah. call. Whoa. We'll call Rocky if we we'll need something. We'll call Rocky first. Next, we'll call one of our fans, Jesse. <laughs> If you get a collect call, answer. Tyler, <laughs> answer. Even you, Justin, you Becky Lynch fucking lover, answer. Who else, Raider? J Vibes. He won't come. His, his account's been hacked. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll be right back. Yeah. Hello. And we're back. That's what I was waiting on. Back. You said hello. I was like, wait a minute. That's not what you're supposed to say. Yeah. Oh, we're back. <laughs> All right. So we're still in this hot ass hotel room. Hopefully, it cools off when the sun goes down. I go out to the ice machine in my shirt. You know what else? That when the sun goes down, 
Will we grooving? My dick grow bigger. <laughs> God damn, Ben. Hey, Josh. What? We need something to elevate that ice to where it's at the level of the air conditioner blowing. Okay. What do we got? I don't know. Let's see. I mean... We got a Dr. Pepper case down there. That may or may not work. <laughs> Too high. <laughs> I thought he was gonna try to put it fucking diagonal. Let's just hold it. Come on, just hold it like that. You son of a bitch, did you really do that? <laughs> Okay, so. Anybody knows what a Dr. Pepper <laughs> container looks like, right? Oh, it is symmetrical on all four sides, correct? It's an elongated rectangle that is so square. Josh puts it on the top, and I think it's too high. What does Josh do? Rips it in half. Rips it in half long way, not square way, the rectangle way. And then puts it on top, where it's still the, the exact same, same height. height. <laughs> Y'all can kiss my ass. Hey, try that thing. What a TV channel thing. One side works. Oh, this is going to impact This is shot. not going to end. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Well, you using that chair when Will's done with it. Huh? Maybe. I don't fucking know. Oh, this Lord have mercy. You have nice things. You this... have to have brains to blow your nose. I bet you're stopped up. Oh, God. This is some shit. We need a video recorder. We should, yes. Sometimes we definitely need one. Nobody would believe the shit that happens when we're all together. No. 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 There's no way. So, we can talk about a little news right now and get some of that out of the way from uh, before we get to this this Tuesday's podcast. Uh, first thing I had on my notes that I should have brought with me was Cody Rhodes is a bad motherfucker. Yes. Goddamn right he is. He is. That shit was ugly. Bowling shoe ugly. For those of you that don't know, he wrestled at Hell in a Cell with a torn pectoral muscle that was torn completely off wheel. I have to pee. Grab that other wrap thing of soap in there. I know where you're going with that. Might be enough. Yep. I'm going to let you do this because... Yeah, because I have one hand and that's Mark. (laughs) But not only did he do Hell in a Cell, they did some crazy shit during Hell in a Cell. Oh, yep, it's working overtime today. God damn. Thank you, yo. You catching on? I'm just trying to cool my balls off. Well, <laughs> hit the water. <laughs> uh, <coughs> you know that story? Well, get a giggle. <laughs> but uh, not only did he wrestle at Hell in a Cell with a torn peg, they did a lot of shit to that peg at yeah. Hell in a Cell. Well, they did Monday also. Well, that's what I was going to get to. Then they come out Monday, and we'll cover that in depth. But at the end of it, 
you know, even so much as just laying that sledgehammer on it and pushing has got to be excruciating for that. Yeah, or when he took the point of the yeah, sledge to the kendo back. stick. Yeah, well, I didn't watch Hell of the Cells. He took the point of a kendo stick right on it and just yeah. pushed. So, yeah, uh, that was the top thing in my news. The thing about it, though, they said if it was still just partially torn, they wouldn't let him work. Well, that's, you know, Hunter tore his at that Saudi show a few years mm -hmm. ago. Wasn't that with the, the really the shitty tag team match? Yeah. The action, bro. Yeah. Ugh. I tried to erase that one. I've not watched them, but I didn't. But no, they said that uh, if it would have just been partially torn, that they wouldn't let him work. But they let him work because there's really no more damage. There was no more damage it. that could be done to it since it was completely right. torn, that he could go ahead and do that. And in the same breath, apparently, coming out of Double or Nothing, you have Brian Danielson hurt. Mm -hmm. You have Adam Cole hurt. Yep. And I'm not saying one's more important than the other, but you have to see him, CM Punk, the new world champion, hurt enough that he has to stop and have surgery. Had surgery, but they're not making him relinquish the belt. Which I like I love, what they're doing with it. Which I love. We talked about that. Jason didn't go to wrestling with us this past Saturday. Uh, even though their plans changed due to sickness in the family, we've all kind of passed around the not cold it. and flu bug except Will. I, didn't, I got a cough. And uh, a sore throat was all I got. I think it's being immunized after finally getting out of the hospital and being in and out of hospitals all this time. It didn't hit me as bad this time, but it, it got Kylie. Right. I think it got Kylie first. She probably honestly brought it to y'all at the podcast. She was a little croupy, and it hit Jennifer and Emmy really bad over the weekend. It hit Jennifer really bad. Emily didn't really get it as bad. And then it hit. It started I got hit it. me. Saturday night, but I thought it was just because so many, we'll talk about that in a minute, so much I was doing and saying and the emotion that I had at RCW, I thought I was just losing my voice. Because there's a few times that I can feel my voice going out when we were sitting there at Waffle House talking. Right. But then when I woke up Sunday morning, I felt like hammered dog shit. Like I, I went right to the group text and I was like, dude, I'm not coming to the pay per view tonight. <laughs> and then not yeah. long after that, you sent the message. <laughs> that everybody else would see. So you were gonna watch it at home, Josh and we were gonna watch it at his house, and I said, fuck y'all, I'm not watching it, I'm watching game two of the finals. Yeah. So I watched <laughs> game two of the finals. <coughs> and uh, we were gonna do the podcast Tuesday, Josh had tested positive. For flu. For flu. flu type A. He was negative for gonorrhea this time. Is that RA's time. kid? Dicky, yes. Is it? Yes. Nice. He did test negative for gonorrhea this time, which we're grateful for. Well, thank you. I don't know how many more times he could take that rubber mallet to the head of it. Right. I mean, right now it looks like a fucking mushroom from Mario Brothers. It's been smashed so much. Goddamn, fuck y'all. No, he, just because you're clean now doesn't mean anything. Is that why when he pisses, when he pulls it out, you hear dunner, dunner, dunner? <laughs> God almighty. Throw a fireball at him, see what happens. <laughs> We're saying your dick's a fucking Goomba. <laughs> Not a King Goomba, though. <laughs> I'm traumatized, okay? God damn it. Ben. <laughs> damn it, Ben! I think that was my big toe about the size of the head. No, it's bigger. Thank you. It's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. 
Uh, one of the things that we haven't done is anything popping off to anybody. Oh, Paige. Paige. Page. Well, that just came out this week. I haven't even got there yet. It came out yesterday, I think. Or yeah. Uh, Paige's contract with WWE is up July 7th. July 7th. She, she said that back. will be her final day. She is going back to her real name, Soraya. 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 Chuck has Soraya delivered. <laughs> She has said that she will miss the name Paige, but she said Soraya's a badass name and her mama did good. Oh, she's coming back. And she said she will be back in the ring, so I look for her to go the route of Daniel Bryan and Edge, visit the same doctor in Pittsburgh that Corey Graves visited. Yeah. And I look for her to be in the ring. Uh, Don't know that I'll look for her to be in the States quickly. I'll go back to England. Uh, I think she needs to go to England and Japan, rebuild her name. Because you bring her in right now, what do you get? Right. If, if you're Impact, okay, maybe. They I could like, see her go like to Impact do, for a they year. They like to do six month deals, which is great. We talked about that. Go there for six I don't months see to Tony a year. Tom bringing her in now because what are you gaining? Right. But if she goes back, she proves that she's as good as she was or better, which she could be. She comes back, and now you can mark it the return of. Right. So, I don't hate that. And with the status that their women's division has been in lately, somebody that can actually work a match, to me, would be a good welcome back. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, she's great in the ring, don't get me wrong, but they're this close to making Britt Baker the female Jericho for me. Yeah. They need somebody else to be able to do something. Right. Let her not even, not even be completely gone, but let her be out of the spotlight. She for a can second. put people over. Right. Or she can be over on the mid card. She doesn't have to be at the top of the card because she's good. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But she's not great. She's not the best woman wrestler they have. She's probably not. She might be in the top five. She's not in the top three. I could say no. top five. <clears throat> yeah. Number one is Serena D. Number yes. two is Rosa. Three is probably Hater, if we're talking about all at work rate, plus fat assness. Uh-huh. Then you got Tony Storm's amazing. You got Ember Moon in there now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you've got Anna Jay, who showed tons of improvement. She, yeah, she's yeah. got a lot better. Red Velvet showed great improvement. Chris Statlander's amazing. Ty Conti has got a lot Ty better. Ty Conti. So I don't even know Britt would be in my top five then. No, I honestly forgot about a few women they have there. Yeah, I mean, Stad would be the one I push. Yes. Conti uh, eat that boot though. God uh, damn. Ty eat that boot. Oh yeah, she can oh, take the a boot. Boo. She can take a boot. Yeah, that was fucking brutal. Uh, but uh, what other news do we have? Uh, on Wednesday night, we started getting two weeks ago, which we actually yeah, that's right. Is for a week behind on the podcast. Yes. We finally got hype up and build up to the forbidden door that we've been wanting. Uh, first match that was announced was Tanahashi, which if you know nothing about New Japan Pro Wrestling, Hiroshi Tanahashi is, is the John, John Cena. Cena of New Japan. He's the ultimate baby face. He's, if you think of New Japan and know nothing else, that's who you think of. Yeah. But it was announced him and Punk for the world title. Unfortunately, now it's not going to happen. We know it's going to be John Moxley. Uh, Moxley we'll, and Tanahashi. We'll cover all those results Tuesday if you didn't watch against the winner of a match that happens. At Dominion. Well, it's probably actually happening right now with a time delay. 
That's right. No, 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 because... No, I think it was June 12th, so I think it might be tonight or tomorrow. No. I'm trying to think how the time delay works, because when I watched Rational Kingdom Live, it was actually like one Sunday in the morning. morning at like 3 in the morning yeah. when it started. So, whenever it is July the 11th, June the 11th in Tokyo, uh, Harashi Goto against Tanahashi, winner will face Mox and be the interim champion. Um, everybody says Mox over. I like to think they pull the swerve. I could see him put Tanahashi. Think you put Tanahashi over. Yeah. And not as a knock to Mox or anything because he's fucking phenomenal. But you put Tanahashi over, one, nobody's going to expect it because he is the New Japan Dude, it guy. Dude, that open door. Right. Exactly. And that you said whoever the champion is is going to face Punk down the road. Returns, which is probably going to be all in. Or is it all out? All out. All out. Yeah, all out was the first one. All out in September. I think he'll be ready by September because they said he shouldn't miss long. So there's your mm-hmm. big hot match in Chicago, Punk's hometown, for their second biggest pay-per-view of the year. Right. Which, because you know, it's double or nothing and all out are their two biggest. They're two big ones. Got full Revolution. Revolution that are, they're still their big pay-per-views because they only do four. It's right. Like they've saturated the market with 12 and eight of them are bullshit pay-per-views. That's well, why I miss the In Your House. Well, let's be real. If they're going back to doing this thing with Money in the Bank where the winner of the Rumble doesn't get a shot at me, to me, that pay-per-view loses every bit of its luster. Yeah. They're, I mean, let's be honest. It's a battle royal. It's the most boring match in pro wrestling. And the only reason you watch Trading it... Trading forearms with the Good Brothers. The only reason you watch it, returns, surprise surprises, and Road to WrestleMania. So if they take that Road to WrestleMania, there's still two reasons to watch it. But is it two reasons to get as excited as you do now? No, because you get I the... I mean, think about it. You and I, Jason, used to go to Buffalo Wild Wings with a shit ton of the boys and oh, we yeah. say we would bet wings or food on who was who was coming out next. And you had to get the right person and persona. Because Tank thought he wants it. Kevin Nash and got them diesel going, God damn I won. Nope. You said Nash, that's diesel. I won. God damn same difference. Nope. <laughs> and Nash is like, gotcha. <laughs> I don't want Massey to become Woody. <laughs> but, yeah. But, you know, the Forbidden Door we have bitched about, they wasn't doing anything. They're not so, doing enough. You know, two weeks ago we got Jeff Cobb and Great O'Conn from United Empire. This past week we got Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay. And the rest of Empire. United Empire. United Empire. Uh, and Will Ospreay's amazing. I'm glad that he came yeah. back from that neck surgery as quick as he did. He has got He's fucking jacked. jacked. Yeah. Fuck yeah, he is. Yeah, he looks like Logan Paul and Justin Bieber fucked. Tell me I'm wrong. Jake Paul. They're twins, aren't they? Because they look the same. Jake Paul's bigger. They're still... No, they're not twins, actually. They're older no. and younger. They just look a lot older. Well, the Usos are older and younger, too, but they're still twins. All twins are older and younger. But no, like... But yeah, they I are. I want to say they're because they can't like, come out to pussy at the same time. That would run a pussy. <laughs> that would fuck a pussy up. <laughs> I couldn't even feel a pussy up. Feel a pussy up. <laughs> you gonna look at uh, which Paul brother is older? <laughs> but either way, the one that wrestled at WrestleMania, and uh, Bieber had a kid that yeah. was hooked on steroids from day one. 
That's Will Ospreay now. <laughs> God damn. But he's not missing beating the ring. Because like no. I said, y'all went to sleep super early last night since we posted what? They're two years apart. You can't tell it though. Who's older? Logan. So the one that wrestled. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we were going to leave earlier today to go look at the Braves trophy. So uh, later than we were supposed to leave, so I stayed home, got some sleep. But I woke up this morning and watched the match, and he's not missed a step with the size he's at at all. No. If anything, I think he's just – there was one spot where he fucked that cash up. Did you notice that when you watched it? Yeah. The head scissors. Yeah. The, the, yeah. That's yeah. what I was telling them. And then Cash wasn't ready for it. He was already there, so Cash had to take an awkward an awkward neck roll. What he tried to like duck under it yeah. and then done it. And then, and then did you hear it. how Excalibur covered it? Yeah. Oh, uh Will Osprey's leg strength is so great, all he had to do was grab one arm and he was still able to flip yeah, him he, over. He hit him with one arm or one leg Frankenstein. Goddamn. Uh, I like the tag team he's with. Not sure what to think of the bigger guy. The bigger guy with the bikers. But the other guy with the trunks. I'd really like to see if they're saying Australia's best tag team. I was telling Jason, put them back with uh, Shane Haste and, ah, shit. What's the other one's name? They're the Mighty Don't Kneel. Mighty Don't Kneel. They were TMD82 or something like that. TM61 and NXT. Yeah, RU four six nine OU eight one two them guys, but they're they're a great Australian tag. And it's Francine four six nine. So I'm looking that we're going to get more going forward. Uh, the uh, well, we got Punk versus Okada for the world title pitch. Punk Tanahashi. Call, uh, Page, Page Okada. Yeah. Well, who did I say? You said Mikey Punk. Nichols and Shane Ace. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. But we get. Looks like we're gonna have Page versus Okada versus Cole. I was about to say Cole throwing in there for a three-way world title, which will be incredible. Yes. Uh, There's a lot of people shitting on that though, saying how they're sick of Cole and blah 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 and everything. Well, again, that gets back to like with Britt Baker when you keep putting somebody over. They got to be. I don't believe in 50-50 booking, but he doesn't have to be. He's beat everybody that he's wrestled except Punk. Orange Cassidy. No, he beat Orange. Well, yeah, he had that. Orange gave him his first loss, but it was in a lights out. He didn't give him a loss. That match doesn't count. Right. Technicalities. But the only people he's put over. You and your fucking technicalities. The lights out matches don't count against your win-loss record. That's why Britt could go into the match with Thunder Rosa and saying Thunder's never beat her because the match does not count against the one-loss record. It's stupid, and that's not really how a lights-out-work match works anyway. It just means that the company the company is not liable for anything that happens is what a lights-out match means. But, you know, tweak it however they need to. But, uh, yeah, he could use some losses. He's Who's the only person he's went under to? Paige. Yeah. And they may have lost a six-man here or there. But he's not taking the fall. I was about to say, he's those. not taking the pin on those. But yet you bring somebody like Joey in who's a legit fucking badass. Mm-hmm. And he's beat nobody but the qualifier match, which was Max Caster. Everybody beats Max Caster. I love that. And I think Max Jason's Caster. got a dark match to beat Max Caster next week. I do? Jason's like, that'd be fucking awesome. I just like to work Max Caster. I'd put him over. <laughs> I don't want to win, you win. I don't want to win, you win. 
Pin me. Scissor me, But uh, one good thing about this pay-per-view is there should be no women's matches. If they do, I'm gonna have an issue because this Why? is supposed to be it's supposed to be New Japan, New Japan AEW. Not New Stardom. Japan doesn't have women wrestling. Stardom, Shimmer, those places do. So if that's the case, then open it up to DDT and all the others if you're gonna do it that way. But I hope there's no, I hope it's just straight up New Japan AEW. The only bad thing is you know predictability. You know that there's not gonna be any title change. That's why I like the fact the fact of giving Tanahashi the push for the AEW title. Right. Because it's different. You know they're not gonna put <clears throat> Cole or Paige over Okada. Which again I wouldn't hate if they did. You know, the world is kinda open back up now. Uh Chase is on from Japan now. Uh that's something we're probably gonna get to see. Uh, my very good friend Chase Owens will probably be on Forbidden Door. Nice. Because him and Bad Luck Fale are, as we speak, uh, the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. And he's not at Dominion because he's actually, he's actually home in Texas right now because he was looking for some Texas-only bookings until uh, he leaves again uh, in July. So that leads me to believe that with them being champions, he'll probably be on the pay-per-view. So... I'm looking forward to it. I love Japanese wrestling. I have since the 80s. Could you see him doing a trade, sending, letting Tanahashi stay in America and sending Paige or Cole over to Japan for a while? I could. Or Danielson. I see it probably being more Cole because Paige has got the little baby. Well, no, I was saying, like, if for Tanahashi to win the interim title, let him stay in America with the interim title. Now, Paige was clear that, so I'd have put in there with Okada. And then... But you know who else would be good against Paige or against Danielson? Naito. Oh, yeah. Oh, or Evil. <clears throat> Zack Sabre Jr. Sonata. <clears throat> Sonata. I'd Sonata. like to see Sonata. I like to see Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, Takagi. I, I, I think he would expose Sabre. <clears throat> hey. Really? Shingo Takagi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. God, that would be fucking amazing. That would be good. Uh, I'd like to see Eddie Kingsman versus Tomo Ishii. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minoru Suzuka versus fuck anybody. Yeah. Hell, I, I'd pay to see him and Brian again. Dude, that was so fucking so good. So fucking good. Can we get Yuta for the open title? That yeah. would be oh. fucking good. Oh, yeah. shit, yeah. That would really put Yuta over. Yuta since since we're not doing a top five on this podcast, everybody book your top five forbidden door matches. <clears throat> Hell, you said one of them I'd like to see right there. And you, can't, you can't use the ones that are already booked. You can change those up, but you can't use those that are already booked. Sound fair? Yeah. Well, it's like, you motherfuckers. Now i got to study Japanese wrestling. Uh, you for the now or for the next part? Uh, for Tuesday. Okay. Oh, okay. That's what we'll do. I was actually saying, too, trying to think I'm going. I mean, unless you want to do it now, I could probably rattle five off top of my head. I was about head. to say, I could say five right now with that yeah. one, but no, we'll wait and do it Tuesday. That way... Well, because mine may change. That way, Will can get a chance to look. Who, we can whoever check. wins the tag titles... Wednesday in that ladder match. I put them against FTR against the Bullet Club. Title unification match. See, I could see FTR against uh, <coughs> Cobb and Khan against the Aussie Open in a three-way for the Ring of Honor titles. I put Osprey against Danielson. Yeah. 
Oh God. I find something for you, GFP. Another homer. Oh, that makes it five zero. <clears throat> They're batching five zero. Five zero. What any? Fifth. I think two more runs. That's ball game. No, I think that's seventh inning. That may just be college softball. I was about to say that's softball. They don't run okay. rule in baseball. Yeah, eight run rule, seven innings in college softball. Um, I think he's still wrestling because he came to America last year, but I. I, I like Yuji Nagata to do something. I like Nagata. It wouldn't happen, but Yuji versus Regal. Oh, that'd be amazing. Fine. God, that would be so good. Fine. What was that? Brett and FTR. Regal and Suzuki nice. would be good. Oh, oh yeah. fuck yeah. So good. Yeah. So that's that's what we'll do. Angelson we'll... and Shibata. Yeah. What kind of... Kent, what kind of uh, sandwich you want on the bottom Kent, roll? Uh, first Joe again. Dude, oh, God, God damn. damn. Full circle. They did it for the Ring of Honor heavyweight title. Let's run it back for the Ring of Honor TV title. Oh, God, yes. Uh, what else we got news? Anything? Uh, let's go ahead, and while we're here, we'll go ahead and go over everything that happened with RCW. All right. Well, this past Saturday... June the 4th was uh, unfortunately the last show at the RCW Arena at 806 North 2nd Avenue, Chatsworth, Georgia. Uh, we have now turned the page on taking us back to the old PCW Arena in Spring Place. Um, we'll start off Saturday morning. I hate going to shows by myself because I hate driving because for one it fucking hurts. And it's a long drive, and I know we stay late. It's a long drive home, so. Right. When the kids come in there and said, hey, Jen said they're not going to the Honeybee Festival. And I was like, oh, let me get a group chat then. And I didn't ask Jason directly. Like, I started a conversation with Will and Josh and then asked them to go because I knew Jason wouldn't leave even if he wanted to go because they were sick. Which after we all got sick, I cussed him. He said, you should have fucking left Thursday. Did I not? <laughs> I said, if we all get fucking sick this boys weekend, I'm whooping his ass. He should have left and stayed at Josh's. Jennifer actually told me after y'all had already left, she's like, why didn't you go? I was like, because I'm staying here to take care of y'all. She's like, I'm a big girl. I could take care of myself. You could have gone down there with everybody. Well, we get there fairly early. Earlier than normal, I'd say. Yeah. Probably, what, 6.15-ish? Something like that. There's nowhere to park. There's nice. people every fucking where. There's no, I literally had to park. Um, you know where Jones parks all the time? Him and Tyler? Mm-hmm. I parked right beside that. Oh, fuck. Because uh, there was literally... And I couldn't even get in straight. There was so much there. I parked crooked. And so I get out and I, I see a plethora of motherfuckers I ain't seen in years. Oh, yeah. And so, you know... See, that's one reason why... It's funny, though, when we pull up... Everybody's congregating and talking to everybody, right? Like a big group, probably. It looked like, what, probably 20, 20, 20, 30 people standing out there talking, except one motherfucker sitting on a bench by himself, looking like with his arms crossed behind. These motherfuckers. Michael was sitting by himself. (laughs) And so we get out and we're shaking hands, and he stands up to hug us, and I was like, Are you okay? He goes, Yeah, why? I said, You're like a fucking dick over here by yourself. He's like, What? What I do? So I told him, we all got a good laugh out of that. So 
uh, I walk in. Uh, yeah, he gets that look every now and then, and not even realize, not even mean yeah. to. He'll just be sitting there. Just, I think he was just zoned off in his yeah. own world, but it just looked, it looked like he was literally staring at the group of people. It's like, I hate these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I hope y'all burn in hell. Fuck these bastards. So uh, I go in the go in the building. I set my shit down. I find my dry erase marker on my board and sit them over my Another desk. One. And then uh, I start saying my hello's inside. First person I see is Jess. He stands up and he goes, good to see you, Ben. There's Skull and Constance. I shake Skull's hand. So like, what's up, buddy? Long time I'll see you. And I walk and he goes, holy shit, Ben! After he's done shooting my hand. He <laughs> <laughs> said hello. I take two steps and I was like, <coughs> and, you know, this is before I trimmed the beard back down. So I look like fucking Santa Claus. Like Tim Allen changing into Santa Claus. And like, the bad over. thing is, that sounds exactly like something the skull would say. Legit happened. And then I was like, oh, you didn't know who a motherfucker was to just said hi, Ben. <laughs> I just didn't recognize you with all the facial hair. I've never seen you. You're always all clean cut and stuff when you go to shows like yeah when you can't use your left arm shit goes south <laughs> so we joked for a minute and I made my rounds and, <clears throat> did he uh, have his socks with him I didn't watch him get dressed <laughs> he, I hope we didn't pull a Mercedes he was his tag partner that night but uh so I'm sitting there and uh, I text Tyler and I was like you know give me the card and I had the card and I didn't bring it so if I forget anything help me so uh, we're sitting there doing, you know, first match, he's wanting to do a gauntlet. Michael, I write everything down on the board. Michael sees his name not anywhere on the board. And he's like, what am I doing? I said, I guess you're in the gauntlet. And he's like, what am I doing? I said, I have no idea about that. Tyler's on his way. We're going to work this out. Uh, just give me a few minutes. A few minutes later, you know, Tyler's still out there. You know, like I said, we're there earlier than normal right. for us. So. Uh, he's like, he worried it. And I was like, I don't know. He goes, look, man, don't don't put me in the gauntlet. And he goes, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to be a prima donna or nothing. And he goes, but I want to put, you know, can you change the heavyweight title match for three-way and let me put the kid over? And I said, look, all I know is you're in the gauntlet. I said, my gut feeling is you or Jason are winning this gauntlet. And Jason's not here, so pretty sure it's all yours, buddy. And he goes, I don't care about winning. He goes, but that makes sense. I said, well, the gauntlet is a crown of new number one contender for the first show. And he goes, okay. So I said, Tyler, send me uh, finishes. So he sends it to him, and it was Michael. I mean, that man it just made his day for that. So, Hell yeah. Uh, first match was a gauntlet match for RCW number one contender. And I'm going to try to call the people out. There was 10 participants. I'm going to try to call them out in order. Uh, first was Nate Wild. Second was Skull. Oh. <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> For those of you who know, Skull is Nate Wilde's Fajia. Yes, his full name is Skull Wild. Yes. <laughs> McNijeron. <laughs> Flay McNijeron. McNijeron. Uh, third was making his RCW return Pee Wee. Nice. Fourth was also making his, all, his uh, RCW return, the All Star. One of my favorites. I love All Star. I love the man behind the mask even better. Oh, oh me yeah. too. Uh, let's see. Fifth was Chris Payne. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Whitney? Well, why y'all think? Who? Was it Michael and Whitney? Fifth was Michael and Whitney. Sixth was Chris Payne. And then I was about to say, while y'all are thinking about it. All-Star. 
No, you already said no. all. Uh, let me just tell you the 10 that was in it. We'll go there. <laughs> so we had Skull, Nate, Skull, Pee Wee, All Star, Meth Mangler, Daniel Gunner, Alex Michaels, Chris Payne, Robert Starr, and who am I forgetting? Somebody. I don't know who though. That gum. <clears throat> That's okay. Anyways, just Uno mas. We'll we'll figure it out. I'll I'll put that one over at the podcast. Well, that's the thing that there was a lot of people that I didn't really know, so that was my my whole issue was. I don't know. And with the way videos where there was no like. Right, I forgot who the other one was. <laughs> there was ten people in the match. I'm sorry, whoever you are, that I forgot, but we'll put it over on the podcast Tuesday. Uh, comes down to Alex, my and it's elimination by pinfall, submission, or over the top. <laughs> Nate Wild doesn't hear this. So he literally eliminates himself from the match. <laughs> but not technically. Because that loophole, here's that loophole wheel that you like so much. Loopholes. In a tables match, if you put yourself through a table, it doesn't count, right? So in this gauntlet battle royal, <laughs> if you eliminate yourself, it doesn't count. Now hang on a second. Nate told me he don't go over the top, bro. Oh, he did. He, so, dove, mm-hmm. he dove on Pee Wee as Pee Wee's coming fuck. to the ring. But uh, Alex Michaels comes he, out of Alex. He landed on someone else and didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex comes out of Alex and Chris Michaels. Uh, Alex wins with Chris the. Chris Payne? Yeah, Chris Payne. <laughs> Sorry, I was back in Nashville. <laughs> uh, Alex beats him with a buckle bomb super kick combo. Nice. Alex is your new number one contender going into the new building. Hell yeah. Uh, let's see. I know I'm going to forget you here. Second match. Six man. Six man tag. It was. Rough. Trinity. Rough. <laughs> uh, you said it was. Well said, rough. Trinity. <laughs> Oh, I found all the other things. Zach Malone and uh, your buddy, Sean Clark. <laughs> okay. We've got a baby face reaction. Well, it's like I said on the way here. If you give him a good story. Yeah, then... I mean, you know, he did shake your hand at the last time he was seen. So, you know, what do you do there? They wrestled Joey Idol, Charles Allen, and my bastard son, Charles Stanley A. Brown. Um, Trinity died. Well, from what I heard, it was his fault. See? Uh, and that's not trying to say anything bad about the kid, because normally he does listen, but apparently this is one thing he either... No, he didn't listen Didn't any, listen he at didn't all. Listen or, anything in this match, apparently. Um, let's see. The Hill team goes over. Sean Clark's team wins. Dino Dupree comes out. The Brooklyn boys reunite and dance. Oh, hell. Joey Otto gets some lady a lap dance and got her pregnant. <laughs> Those of you that know our history with Joey will get that joke. Next was my segment. Hold on, how old was she? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I Love you, out, Joey. I come out thanking everybody for coming to the show and telling me it's not a, it's not a uh, funeral. Not a funeral. Not a funeral. 
Because it wasn't catered. That's how I know it wasn't peanut butter. <laughs> uh, start running down all the people that it, Romine you know, wasn't there. Yeah, Romine wasn't there. <laughs> Romine was there. My ass was leaving. <laughs> he been dead for a minute. <laughs> but, uh... So then it would have been a <laughs> been something. A week of the dead. It'd have been Ben Thrasher's funeral. He had a heart attack. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> but, uh... Start running down all the people that trained and had their debuts and stuff. Another one. Shit. That's a three runner. That's nine nothing Tennessee right now in the top of the fifth. Yeah, they're back to work today because they damn sure didn't show up last night. They did for six runs worth. Yeah, but it wasn't enough to overcome that eight, was it? Oh. And they had that eight early, so. Oh, it was eight to one in the fourth. Yeah. Uh, as I'm naming people, I end with the Lynches. And apparently I forgot about my little bastard son. So Aiden comes out and he goes, hey, and I said, everybody, my son, Aiden Wright. So we'll see if anybody remembers that when he opens the new building. Um, Does that mean he's going to start calling me Uncle Jay? Yes. <laughs> and then some assholes interrupt my promo. But the good news is they had great green music. They did. And some pour some sugar on me. Pour some sugar? But me being the Rock of Ages mark that I am, and knowing that my friend Will is in the front row and is also Rock of Ages Mark. <laughs> if you've never seen Rock of Ages, Stacy Jacks originally sung this song no, before Dave Hold Denver. on. If you've never seen Rock of Ages, yeah, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> the you fuck is it. wrong with you? Togi Co. <laughs> also, if we're going to go to Walmart before the show, we're going to have to. Togi Co. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to wrap this up soon. <laughs> uh, we're going to wrap it up because I can't remember half the shit we did at RCW. Okay, so we'll talk about RCW on Tuesday. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ben has Alzheimer's. <laughs> That's called old times. Some timers. It's got too many unprotected shirts. We have shirts back on, damn it. When we come back later tonight, we're going to talk about NWA. Unless there's news breaking. That we see on our phones about something else. And then we'll record really quick at the NWA and be like, hey, y'all motherfuckers, guess what? No, no, no. I was talking about once we get back to the room. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll focus pure, primarily on the pay-per-view from tonight. Results of the pay-per-view and everything. Unless there's some kind of news that we find on the websites or anything like that when we're looking. And, then, uh, and hopefully while we're there, we're going to get to talk to a few of the guys and get yeah. them... Uh, either tonight or tomorrow's night might be a little hectic, right. they said, but the pay-per-view, we'll definitely get some sound bites and hopefully schedule some guests for upcoming pay-per-view That'd or be upcoming awesome. podcast for us. Well, especially how we were talking about Jax Dane being from... You know, Jax from our hometown. Around uh, us. My boy Plunkett is here tonight. He and I used to travel I love together in Nashville, and then Punky's here tonight. I love Punky too. Uh, Punky loves us. Uh, get him and carry on together. With... What? Are you done fucking playing? We're in the close of a goddamn podcast. Oh, I'm here. so fucking sorry, guys. Uh, so damn. fucking sorry. It'd be awesome if Punky would come back and hang out for a little bit. Josh would know what to do. <laughs> I know. Josh would be like Russ was with them four girls here. Here, here's my ring music. Here's here, take this whole bottle of liquor. Here, take, take my virginity. Take a picture and send it to my mom. She'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> Tell Josh to suck his dick and I'll kiss him when he gets home. <laughs> but uh, Ricky would be a good one to get on this year's him and Robert's last tour as a tag team. Yes. And his son, Carrie's just starting his career off tonight. You can see him. Um, that would be, it'd be I'm awesome hoping if we can get both of them together. I'm hoping yeah. I got a figure swap that I can do to maybe get a 
a big woo-woo-woo guest. Big woo-woo-woo guest. If not, I've got another trick up my sleeve with uh, his gear maker, so. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of shitty, but like, you know, the homeboy does a podcast, he's struggling, just had neck surgery, all this shit. Play all his hardest strings to get him to at least do a cameo for him. Bitch. I'm trying to get anything we can. <laughs> no doubt. Hell yeah, fucking hustle. And that's that's just from the ones that we are super close with. Plus, we got Sal's up here. Uh, we got a lot. I ain't of seen Sal in years. Since since we had to sit in his lap and ride with him. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll tell that story on the podcast tonight. <laughs> Remind me to tell the Sal Renaro story, but uh, we'll go ahead and let Jason post this little tidbit if he wants to, or we can just delete it. We just had fun doing it either way. Oh no, we're gonna keep this all in. We're just gonna add to it later. Oh, we're gonna add. This to is gonna be an eight hundred hour. Like we're gonna add the results tonight, and that's gonna be one to podcast, and then tomorrow is gonna be its own separate podcast. We'll also, still have all podcast Tuesday. We still have Tuesday. Bitch, don't ever bitch about us being late again. Yep, <laughs> we putting out extra. We putting in work, motherfuckers. Goddamn right. We putting in some motherfucking work. And on that note... Hey, Jason, your wife said I'm amazing. Goddamn right you are. That's right, girl. <laughs> and on that note, we'll be back after the pay-per-view. Holy shit, guys, that was... And we're back! Oh, sorry. Try it again. And we're back! Okay. Oh, my God. Can't be too loud. We're in the hotel. We're in the hotel, that. and it is 20 minutes after 2. What? So... A fucking show. We'll cover that in a minute because yeah. Will is actually in the shower. He told us to go ahead and start, so we figure what we do is we kind of tell y'all what kind of night we had. Oh, yeah. Well, you guys know going in that you heard us talk on the podcast about, uh, you know, some of the guys that I knew and some of the guys, you want to come closer? Yeah. And some of the guys that make sure my phone don't vibrate. And make sure, or uh, and some of the guys that were going to be here, and we were surprised by a lot that didn't. Uh, uh, the first one that surprised me was you guys hear me talk about my best friend growing up for years was all that Adam Jacobs. We're standing there looking at uh, merch or something, and Jason says, "There's Adam Jacobs." I'm like, "Bullshit!" Turn around, and sure enough, there stands Adam Jacobs, and one of my friends from growing up. I hadn't seen him in legit probably 30, 35 years. Craig McBees, he calls himself. <laughs> so it was good to get to hang out with him. Uh, seen Bill Barron's. Yeah. Uh, before that, I talked to Terry Maples. Uh, it's the name of a lot of y'all don't know, but to us, he's real important because back in the day before social media, it was hard to get pictures from photographers. And Terry was one of the only photographers that would take your pictures, get your uh, home address, and mail you your copies of the pictures and wouldn't charge you anything. Uh, talked to him as I was talking to him. He was talking to another friend of mine from Wildside uh, that you've heard me talk about on here a few times, Luke Hawks, who is the talent coordinator and wrestling trainer for the show Heels. I mean, let's go ahead and say what people probably know him for. He's stone cold on Young Rock. Not only that, uh, Fast and the Furious, the last one with Paul Walker. Okay. The jailbreak scene with Statham and The Rock's character. Mm-hmm. The guy that the rock punches right in the face and fights for a few minutes, Luke Hawks. Nice. Uh, Hollywood stuntman, we sit there and we caught up for, what, Jason, probably 10, 15, 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. And uh, 
You know, I told him, I said, hey, you know, because I didn't do a lot at Wildside. Everybody that knows me knows that. But I was like, hey, man, I mentioned years ago at Wildside, Ben Thrasher. He goes, yeah, I remember you. He goes, and we're also Facebook friends. He goes, not the ones that don't associate with each other. Like, I like your shit about your kids. You like mine. I told him I was proud to see where he's at. Uh, uh, who'd we go? Who'd we, who else did we see? Uh, Colby Carino. I talked to Colby Carino. Uh, actually, he was the table down from... Damn it. Yeah, he was on the he end. He was the end table down from where Luke was. Where Luke was. Right Little back story about Colby. Uh, when I was booking TWE, Woody and I did a joint venture and booked Carino, you know, Steve Carino, Steve his Carino. dad. Colby and a guy from North Carolina, Victor Andrews. It was just on Raw a few weeks ago. If y'all hear that noise, sorry. I've got ice packs on my knees. I felt like I wrestled tonight. But, uh,. Talked to uh, him and uh, told Kobe how proud I am of him. And I'll give you a little backstory on that. I know he doesn't care for us talking about it. And, uh, you know, Kobe was down to doing the podcast and we talked to him about it earlier today. But Kobe started wrestling full time for TWE right after I'd left and got mixed up with the wrong people and the wrong stuff. Ended up homeless here in Chattanooga. He's from North Carolina. Ended up here homeless in Chattanooga, living under a bridge. you know, through some help down here, we were able to get Carino to find him. Carino took him back home, uh, brought him back up to North Carolina. Kobe now owns a home, is married, has a two-year-old, in the best shape he's ever been in, and we'll cover it later, but had a fucking banger with Homicide tonight. Yeah, so fucking good. Um, Fuck yeah. Ran into a guy that I love dearly, Rick Michaels. Yeah. Uh we sit and Jason and I sit and chatted with Rick Michael so long. Josh and Jason, Josh and Will had already went into the pay-per-view. So we had to call them to come meet us with tickets. And like Rick knew we were going into it. And he, we just, I mean, we just kept bullshit. Good news about that. For the first time in 21 years, Jason is actually going to make his debut very soon at the Landmark Arena in Cornelia, Georgia. The building that holds the NCW, the Hardys wrestled there. K Quick wrestled there. Um, the Briscoes wrestled there. Transitioning to Wildside. Rick Michaels, David Young, AJ Styles, Adam Jacobs, Air Paris, uh, Jamie Noble, Tony Mamaluke, Sour another guy we've seen tonight. Yep. Uh, so many of the great guys that's on TV now. Austin, uh, Xavier Woods, Uha Nation, which is um, Apollo Crews. Apollo Cruz. Uh, I've wrestled there numerous times. Jason's never made that trip, but well, I just thought it was really cool because, uh, you know, for one, like I said, I haven't done much in that area or right. anything. But for Rick to remember who I was and everything and right. all that stuff, and then be like, "Yeah, you're more than welcome anytime. Come on down." Yeah, and then I said, "Well, don't be surprised when we pop in because you always have an open door policy for the house or the show." So. We're going to go down one Saturday. Well, we'll and the down. shot caller down there is, is another Matt guy. Hankins, another guy that likes who me. Who you guys have heard talk about Drew Game on this podcast with us on our yeah, great tribute show. Um, so we're looking forward to that. That'll keep us busy. And I know with Mr. Hankins back there, I'll probably be busy helping backstage. Right. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, speaking of Rick Michaels, we also seen the other member of Bad Attitude. David Young. Uh, one of my best friends in the world, the Messiah, the Spine Buster, David Young. I seen him across the room and I was like, I see David Young. We knew he was there, but we hadn't seen him until the show was over. 
So Jason kind of walks up and talks to him. I walked over there and talked to him for a second. I'm like, hey, Dave, what's going on, man? He's like, hey, buddy. He starts looking over my shoulder and everything. He's like, Ben's around here too, ain't he? Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, up, yeah, he's right over here. So went up and talked to Dave. He looks like a million fucking <laughs> bucks. I, we, if, if you watch wrestling on pay-per-view, watch the one that comes on on the 19th. That's all I can say. Uh, but you won't be disappointed. Uh, great seeing those guys. And, hell yeah. I uh, got to see Punky. Ricky tonight. Uh, who else? But uh, got to run in and talk to Uncle Tony. Yeah. We actually met and talked to Billy Corgan. Yeah, which, yeah, which was really dude cool. Dude was super cool, super fucking chill. Awesome guy. Yep. We met these two motherfuckers from Kentucky that sit in front of us that were awesome. <laughs> yeah. They were fucking uh, trips. They were drunk. Hopefully they're listening to this because we told them we about the podcast. Them, so, so guys, this so y'all shout out. Guys that were sitting in front of us, you guys are fucking awesome. But the icing on the cake for me was a friend of mine. We've probably been friends 15, 18 years now. It's a Nashville guy that I met uh, in my last few runs in Nashville. He was just coming up. Was uh, Actually, you guys are going to hear him on this podcast because we got him, got him to do a sound. But before I talk about him, uh, Chattanooga slash Bake was on. Jax Dane. Jax Dane. Was there tonight. I <clears throat> sent him a message and told him that... Uh, Retained his title tonight. Retained his title. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Told him that uh, we're in the crowd giving you some Chattanooga love because he knew we was coming up and, you know, loved that. Um, you guys have heard me talk about Tommy Henry and Crossfire Wrestling in Sevierville a lot. Uh, his daughter, Kenzie Page, you know, I talk about how she was graduated high school and went right to Tom Pritchard's Training Academy. This week, her younger sister, get this now, you got a McKenzie. Younger sister's name is Kylie. <laughs> That's fucking That's how I think me and Tommy shared Jeff too at the same time. But um, talked to him a lot through the show. We'll get into what happened there. But uh, that match was very emotional for me watching the family. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm a 43. Am I 43? Yes. I think I'm turning 44 this year. You are. Okay, I'm turning 44 this year. I'm not going to lie. When I see people that I've known since they were little kids, didn't know her. You know what I mean? I've seen her, and I've known her around the way because I did a couple shows here and there for Tommy and his brother. But to see what she achieved tonight, apparently unbeknownst to her and the rest of the family, and to see their general reaction, I'm smacking Jason on the shoulder saying, that's her dad, that's her mom, oh my God, this is awesome, as I'm shedding tears. Just a great moment. Uh, and Will got a good picture of it that we were able to send to him. Yeah, and I sent it to Tommy, and uh, he said thank you so much for that. But uh, the guy I was talking about a minute ago is uh, the last of the journeyman and a hell of a hand. He'll tell you that yourself later in this soundbite. Is a great friend of mine, good friend of Jason's, Jeremiah Plunkett. Plunkett actually came out and visited with Jason and I. We missed the semi-main event. Uh, apparently it was a banger. I'm going to buy the pay-per-view stream service thing probably. It's too late tonight. Yeah. I'll probably buy it when I get home and we'll watch it. That way we can all actually relive this moment over and over again. But uh, Plunky come out. Talk, and I've probably not seen Plunky. I, I know I've not seen Plunky since we were at the first building in UEW. So that was at least five, six years ago now. Yeah, I know it's been a hot minute since I've seen him. He looks like a million bucks, works like a million bucks, but he come out and talked to Jason and I. He actually remembered Jason. I knew he would because at my show he wanted to work Jason, and logistics didn't work out to where he could bring him back and all this other stuff. But 
that's a guy that deserves this contract. Yes. That busted his ass, being a journeyman, uh, going from town to town for little to no money to finally get a contract. And I couldn't be prouder of that man in my life, and that is Jeremiah Plunkett. And uh, so we, we talk inside the building for probably 15, 20 minutes. We walk outside and we get him to do the sound bite for the show. And we're sitting on this little leather couch. And this is the cool thing about wrestling. Um, these two little kids walk up and they're just waving and pointing and everything. And I was like, hey kids, you know how you done? I was like, have you guys met my friend Jeremiah? He wrestled in the first match tonight. And they're like, yeah, uh, I like that match. Uh, said something about Alex Taylor's tight, said his name all over or something. That was cool. And Plunky and I are sitting on this leather couch. Jason's standing in front of us. The kids said, hey, do you care if we sit down with y'all? We're like, no, that's fine. So me and Plunky quit lounging. Me and Plunky took up the whole couch. <laughs> and the kids sit down there with us, and we're continuing our conversation around the kids. And the kid goes, hey, I hate to bother you, but could you two take a picture with me and my cousin? We're like, sure. I said, you got a camera or anything? He goes, no, but every time you look at it, you'll think of us. And I thought that was the coolest shit ever. Like, it made me feel good just for a little kid to ask that. And so we took a picture with him. It was a great little moment for that. But now that Will's back in here, I can say what a fucking show we God, watched God, tonight. Man, that so was the good, best but, but boys, it ain't here. over. No, we still we got, got like six hours of TV tomorrow. Hell yeah. Front row, baby. <coughs> Hell yes. And I'm not wearing a hat, so if y'all look for me, we'll be on the front row. Look for the balls, spot, baby, to be shining. I got my hair did yesterday. <laughs> look for the Carnival hat, and I'm going to be Yeah, because I don't know if I can wear that hat. I would wear Will's hat he got tonight, but that motherfucker weighs too. Phil, pick that hat up, feel how heavy it is. Goddamn. Yeah. No wonder my shoulder's been hurting. It's moist. <laughs> no, that'd be so. She's a squirter. God damn. Shout out if you know who you are. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> so, somebody get Josh's phone. He's been drinking. So, we have notes. <laughs> Just toss it over here on the charger. Because here's what happened. We go to Walmart to buy extra pillows. Because these pillows in here are shit. And I just had neck surgery. And there's shit. no headboard. So, I've got to have something for comfort. And the air conditioner wasn't working when we were here earlier. Now it's colder in St. Or it's cold in here now. <laughs> I mean, my nipples can cut glass. That's pretty nipple. Hello. But. Uh, you know that? what? You can wear it tomorrow. I'm about to say, I trade you a fanny pack, but you got one. You can wear it tomorrow. I think it's one. Flat bills don't I fit me. It. But I'll wear it. <laughs> so we bought. We brought a notebook. <laughs> We did not take the guy left in the car. <laughs> we bought a dry erase board so we could write signs. The guy left in the car. So we'll be on front row tomorrow, so we're taking the dry erase board in. So uh, you can help me with names on the first match, but I know the first match was supposed to be a tag team match. Ended up being a treeway. Treeway? Treeway. Treeway. It was. Oh, pre show first. Yeah, this is the pre show. Oh, okay. No, the first match on the pre-show was the uh, Rodney Mack and oh, yeah, Rodney Mack, Jake Dumas, and Rodney Mack. God damn, to be nine hundred and twenty-six years old still looks, looks like fucking just, phenomenal. Looks, looks like he just walked off Monday Night Raw. Black don't crack unless you smoke it, baby. No doubt. But when we were walking in, I told Jason we seen this jacked-up, gorgeous black girl, and I was like, "Dude, that was Jazz, Rodney Mack's wife." And he goes, "No, I bitch, that was Jazz." 
So when Rodney Mack came out, he goes, I guess that was jazz. But walking in, we seen jazz. We seen Bully Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we seen one of the fixers. I can't remember his name. The uh, pictures rule. Cardona actually stopped and talked to us on his way in. Yeah. Which yeah. is really cool because before of us in here are Cardona marks. No yes. fucking doubt. And like he walks in, Jason sees Chelsea turn the corner. He doesn't realize it at first. Well, no, he, realize. see, he, he realized it was Chelsea. He didn't realize it was Cardona. And then he goes, there comes Cardona. So literally he's probably, what, guys? Four or five feet from us at that. At most eight feet away. He walks in with it. He got his arm in his sling. and It wasn't his TV sling. Did you notice that? Yes. Um, He just had a regular sling on the paper. He's got the always ready cover on it, which is badass, which I'm disappointed. The biggest they had the always ready Cardona shirt was a 3X. So I'm going to have to go back and order one on Pro Wrestling TV. I didn't see see no always ready keys. Just the one the half the fucking room was wearing? It was this is always ready on the arm? It was the NWA logo. Oh, okay. But it said no, yeah. MWA, Matt Wrestling Alliance. Oh, okay, no, yeah, that one I saw. And the arms that always ready. Okay. <coughs> I don't think they had the... Oh, dude, there's a drink down there. Oh, shit. That was your pillow. There was a drink down there. Well, the pillow's in plastic. It's still good. That drink not. The <laughs> drink But, hey. We oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Where does the bottle go? Under the seat. Under the chair. Oh damn! <laughs> Josh, help him. I got that. <laughs> but no, let's let's I'm back this in, up just in, a second. Tonight, well, but we gotta finish Cardona though. We'll, we'll get, well, but because when he walked by us, it's kind of like like he was he was indie close to us. I mean, like. Walking right by us, and he looked at us. He acknowledged us. You know, usually a heel's not going to do that. And he's like, "What's up, guys? You excited for tonight?" We're like, "Fuck yeah, we are." I was like, "Everything healing good so far." I hope so. <laughs> and they keep walking. It's super fucking cool, man. Just chill, yeah. dude. Just to give us those few seconds, those few words, that, you know, it's like that. They didn't have to. No, he could have just kept walking. Most, no, most, most former Fed guys, and you can ask Jason. We've been on shows with them are unapproachable. Yeah. Uh, you know, they think we've been there, we've done that, we made it to the mountaintop. Bitch, you're at the same goddamn show I'm at. You ain't better. God damn it, Ben. Well, you're asking the whole, the whole mentality when you're at the shows as an extra or something, you're not supposed to approach town. Yeah. So they get that in their head that they're, you know, they're at that on that pedestal that can't be approached, so. Right. Josh, will you drain these real quick? They're getting full of water. And then Will can finish his point. But yeah, the fact that he's cool. These is plural. (laughs) I was getting up out of the bed. (laughs) God damn. Uh, I'd have laughed if he'd have fell. So... For me, tonight was a big deal because, for one, I've never been to NWA. Hold that thought. Is that where you're going? Yeah. I didn't know this <laughs> until I until I asked you guys there. Because something was going on and Josh made a comment and I was like, Bitch, have you never been to a TV taping? Or a live pay-per-view? A live, yeah. 
No, it was the people in the crowd chanting, let's go as they're doing the hard open. Right. And I was like, they got to go over the whole fucking card, make sure that you remember Cardona's heard and this, that, and the other. I was like, so, have you fuckers never been here? And then I, I thought, and I was like, have you ever been here? And that's when you and Josh tell me that you've never been anything but local shows and house shows at the UTC Arena other than the one Dynamite you went to this year. Yeah, like, it was super, like, it was exciting for me. So, in your mind's eye, compare your experience at Dynamite to your experience tonight. I'm interested in that. Dynamite was good, but does not hold a candle. No, it was nothing like what, yeah. what happened tonight. And so here's the thing going into this, guys. None of us have watched NWA TV. No. no. Uh, I used to watch it. That's why I didn't buy the first season of Power. That's why when she said this one has a DVD, don't want it. I already seen all the 10 pounds of gold. If you'd had a Crockett Cup or something, maybe it would intrigue me. But uh, really all we watched was I went and watched the most recent, as of last week's TV, you got 10 minutes free on Fight TV, and it was Cardona defending the title against uh, Tim Storm and the USA, the Power USA TV, or whatever it's called, was the first 10 minutes was Colby Carino versus uh, Mike Jackson. Nice. So literally, you know, we knew a lot of the guys coming in. Right. And there were some debuts tonight. Yeah. Returns to the NWA, which was good to see because same gimmick is back to his old name. Yeah. So I was glad to see that one back. Uh, but I'm with you, man. It's like we watched a go-home show, a pay-per-view show, without knowing the build, and we were into every damn match. Yeah. We were into the pre-show matches. Like, literally, you can call me what you want to, but literally, we come to this show with the intent of just marking the fuck that's out. That's all we wanted to do, and that's what we did. And you'll see on the open. Like, we made sure we got it on the hard open of the four of us throwing up. <laughs> Throwing up the L.I. for the hard open of the pay-per-view. You can't tie for shit, bro. No. <laughs> yeah, because that one went all over the footsies. <laughs> you're, no, you're, you compare it now, Josh. Your experience at your only other TV taping, AEW and Dynamite in Atlanta in December, mm-hmm. compared to tonight. It was different. Yeah, it was. But it was, good. it was unique. It was better. It was good. I like it. <clears throat> now, I've been to NWA, Old Crockett TV. Mm-hmm. I've been to WCW TV. I've been to WWE TV. I've been to ECW TV. I've been to Smoky Mountain TV. Uh, I've been to Wildside TV. We get it, Ben. You've been. No, I'm just saying all the different levels. I've been to Nashville TV. Uh, we've been to Mountain States TV. Yeah. This was the most superior TV event I've been to. There was no production issues. There was no delay. They had a sound issue, which hindered them from letting people in on time. Yeah. Well, so they were about 15 minutes late on that. But The sound delay right there, and then uh, whenever they were in there, not really intermission, but between the pre-show and the main show when they came out, hawking merch and yeah. throwing merch to the crowd. Well, they probably She cut, didn't have a mic for most of the time. I think they cut it off. It's wine. They had to cut them back on at the, at the system. But that's the only thing. Because really the ring announcer remembers them to do the same thing after the show. I yeah. think they had already turned the mics off at that point. But no production issues. Uh, 
I mean, AEW can't say that. They've had right. production issues on TV and pay-per-view, so. Yep. Um, NWA now, for, and as soon as Plunky told me about the uh, $49 deal, 50 bucks, you get every pay-per-view they run for the year, every special they do, you got access to everything they've already done, it's $50 a year. Right. That's, that's an investment. The NWA is now probably my favorite promotion in North America. And y'all know how much I love AEW. We, we gotta, we gotta so pre- much to the fact that I'm going to get it so we can start covering AEW or NWA on the podcast. Yeah, we got to nice. stay up um, on the power now. Just because do. watching this show was Power's a throwback. Oh, is it not? Oh, okay. Do what? Power is not on YouTube no more? No, it's all exclusively Fight. on Fight TV. But like I said, I'll pop for the 50 and then we'll just get together and watch it like... When we can put it on Tuesday, it's an hour show. So with commercials... We could watch it Tuesday while we're eating before we record. You know, it's a podcast. But uh, my thing that I loved about it, and I know Jason will agree with this, it was a throwback to old school. Yeah. You had legit babies and heels. There's no shade of gray. Uh, the fans didn't really pop for all the babies and heels. Like, some heels were over. Yes. Some babies by the end of the night were getting booed out of the building, Nick Aldis. Yeah. Well, that was my thing. Like, there were... And we'll cover that in depth, because he did something I was taught you never fucking do as a baby face. There were literal times I didn't know who I was cheering for. But you didn't care. No. 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 Like, the magician guy walked out, and I was like, look at this fucking guy. He looked like... Let's be honest. He looked like shit. Yeah. Hammered dog shit. He looked like... He looked like a nice guy. Yeah, but the gimmick with the assistant? Well, once we started watching it, and I was like, in-ring work was not great, in my opinion. His in-ring work was not great, but to me, he's a gimmick. Yes. And she stole the fucking show. No fucking doubt. Did you get her name? CJ. Okay, so let's go ahead, since we started that first match. Yeah, Jake Ma versus Rodney Mack. Red Dog or Rodney Mack. Like I said, looked like a million bucks. Yeah, Come out, did. shred it. The chain, chain around, around his neck, doing the bark, had the whole ring. And it was a sold-out show. There was literally... Not a seat in the house. Yeah. The only empty seats were because people were going to the concession stand for a four-hour fucking wait, it seemed like. Well, there was an empty seat right beside me all night. Right. But I think... Same seat. But it was still sold out. All the tickets were dispersed. Yeah. I think that might have been from some of those special needs kids or something that they gave away, Maybe. Maybe. Or, you know, maybe somebody bought an extra ticket for a friend and they didn't come. Uh, you know, like I said, John went to AEW with my ticket that I bought when I couldn't get off work. So We had an extra ticket that, happens. that didn't ride with us. That happens. But, but it was they, every ticket that was available sold out. Then they added more seats, which, boy, we could tell because they crammed them up. I'm talking about Damn, right. I'm talking about at first it was so tight I was sitting on my nuts, son. <laughs> But after that, I think people they went. hanging from the rafters in Rio de Janeiro. And Ricky drew the house, brother. <laughs> That's what Punky will say when we get him on here. But uh, didn't mean to cut you off, but it was a legit sold-out show. Uh, before it started, um, don't remember the don't remember the ring announcer's name, but he hopped it up. Mm-hmm. You know, told us we were going to go live on YouTube at the top of the hour to be ready for it. Uh, they ain't give us no countdown. Them bitches just started, but we was on it. 
<laughs> there was no announcement for the girl coming out to sing oh, the national anthem. Oh, poor girl singing the national anthem. There was no, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome please. such and such recording well, There star. wasn't even a please rise for no, the there's, national there's, anthem. There's, she walks there's, out. There's nothing that she, she can get. Just start singing. There's like no please rise. There's no pre, uh, welcome country music recording star or such and such label recording just, star. Oh, say. Or, she just walks ladies out. and gentlemen, oh. local Knoxville high school student. None of that. Literally, we see this chick in a long dress with a microphone, and she just starts singing. So everybody's like, "Oh shit!" Everybody I guess we're supposed to get up. Yeah. So that was that was a little off, but uh, I think that might have been rushed because it was a few minutes before she got out there. And then we go into uh, Rodney Mack coming out against Jake Dumas with CJ. With CJ. CJ looks like a ballerina or a. Yeah, yeah, she got the showgirl magician. But she stole the show. The, the give me the chair. But every, like he, he was he, him winning, she was doing her little thing. Him losing, she was doing her little thing. But when he was losing, she pointed at him and laughed. <laughs> the greatest spot in that match, though, homeboy's getting his ass whooped. He's selling through the ropes. He reaches out and pulls, uh, was it a king card? Yeah. A card, like mm-hmm. a regular playing card. Gave Rodney Mack a paper cut with a card across the forehead. <laughs> and I'm hollering, you better blade. You better blade. <laughs> but not only that, but I don't know if you noticed, like, right before before the match when he was in just doing his pose. Yeah. She goes in and she does the whole boom and, like, pops him in the yeah, face. Yeah, pops him in the, the face. Yeah. <laughs> with, with but the there's fan. one time he tells her to hand him the chair, to get the chair, not hand me the no, chair. No, he like, says, show me the chair. So she shows the chair like a... Display model on prices, right? <laughs> she better wind this shit. Well, and then she puts her leg in it, so of course it's a bunch of horny guys at wrestling, and you see exposed time. We're like, God damn it, boy! And she's playing it up, and then uh, Rodney Mac beat him with a sky high. No, Cobra Clutch. The Cobra High's right, yeah. Tapped him out to the uh, Cobra Clutch. Great match, great way to open. I uh, had the crowd hot. Second match was my boy Plunky's match. It was. No, nope, after that it was Chelsea Green backstage interview. Yeah, I wasn't go over that because we couldn't see it. Oh yeah. Uh, next well, was Sam. Live, Shaw. we couldn't see any of the interviews. Yeah, no. We could hear yeah. them, but we couldn't see them. So we went online. We, we went, went on YouTube. YouTube, but it was hard to watch because it's like a bad Japanese movie. Because yeah, we're hearing it live, but we're watching it on the seven-second delay. Uh, but after that was actually Sam Shaw's in-ring interview. Well, that was absolutely fucking incredible. Did you do air quotes? Yes, I did air quotes. Yeah, because it said he didn't Sam say Shaw a fucking doesn't word. talk. More on that later. <laughs> yeah, we found out why. <laughs> yes, we did. That's low-key. <laughs> they switched voices. But Sam Shaw, uh, 30-day non-compete clause is up with NXT. So he debuted tonight back at NWA where he went. Once he left TNA before WWE signing, actually the TNT school that I was telling you about, the t- other tag titles, the Hispanic yeah. team wore out, which was Crimson's promotion in Clarksville. It's where all the trainees and ring crew guys from. That was uh, Crimson and Sam on that show. I don't know if he still owns a part of it because technically you're not supposed to own a show when you're employed by WWE, but Rick Michael still did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> no, uh, probably not. Not on that. Now after, so, after Shaw was in the ring. Some guy comes out with a wonderful one. Not Rouge. It wasn't Rouge. Not Rouge. Rush. It was something it Rush. It was Rush. Rush Freeman. Freeman. There you go. 
hell of a mullet on that kid. Yeah, it was. God damn, that was. Then he had the greatest idea for a t-shirt. You remember what he said? I didn't care for the segment. I am in awe for Shaw. Uh, apparently, he's a uh, trainee for Pritchards and Kane. Uh, when we were talking to Plunky, he walked over there. Uh, I made a poly joke, and him and his other guy that's training laughed. By poly joke, I just said his name, and they're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that but, sounds uh, about right. <laughs> Sam Shaw ends up beating the shit out of this kid. My pal Sal, Sour Naro. Uh, we'll have to tell the road story to get Sal on here one day so he can cuss the shit again. Uh, goddamn Davey Young. Yeah. Nah, Jason, it's okay. We all got a ride. Don't worry about having her come get you. Sal's got like a two-seater car and we pop five bitches in that motherfucker. We're in Blue Ridge. Sal lives in Cornelia. He could have went across the mountain been home in an hour. Now he's got to take us all the way to deepest, darkest Chatsworth. Chatsworth. And it's like 7 o'clock on a Sunday when his show ends. He's cussing the whole way. And I'm sitting like this, and I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. He's like, Ben, will you move your dick so I can shift gears? (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. He can do it. (laughs) And Dave's like, God damn it, I got it. Reach over. Because somehow me, Sal, and Dave were in the front seats. There's so much seats there were. <laughs> uh, Sal thinks he's going to attack Sam Shaw. Uh, plan does not go as promised. Uh, homeboy chokes. Sam chokes. Uh, yeah, there's a side effect. Mullet mania. Sit out mullet. Sit out mullet. Sit out mullet. Sit out mullet. Sit out side slam. Oh, God. Sit out sides. Sit out side slam. I've got to find a move and call it the a sit out mullet. <laughs> it's too much party in the back, so you had to sit down for it. Sal tries another attack. This time he's he's got him. He's got Sam Shaw rocking. Sam locks him in the same submission hole. Sal's feet's just dangling. Look like Jerry Anderson hanging with <laughs> Menace Handy by the naked UEW. <laughs> That's all that segment needed to be, especially with what's gonna happen in the main event later. Right, and great I mean, he got segment, over. Great to bring him back. They kept trying to interview him. Of course, he didn't say anything, which was money. It was epic. But, of course, you got assholes in the crowd like us going, oh, yeah, that's a good point from Shaw. Yeah, every time <laughs> that he'd ask him a question, I'm like, yeah, tell him again. What he said. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I understand. Like I said, we were just marching out. We were having fun. And entertaining the shit out of the people around us. No doubt. A black couple yeah. sitting in front of Will when I said, look, y'all might have to tie it down there. I'm sitting on both my fucking brains right now. <laughs> that guy turned around. Beating my balls. <laughs> Homeboy turned around and he's dying laughing. I said, look, man, I'm sorry. We're away from the wives and kids. <laughs> then I said, never mind. I'm always like this. If I offend you, I'm sorry. Just tell me and I'll talk quieter because I ain't shutting the fuck up. He laughed and kept on laughing. Like I said, we made buddies with two guys in front of us. Yeah. Uh, we had a good time. By the end of the night, the people behind us were cracking jokes with us. Yep. Just good people tonight, man. It was just great. Now we go into Plunky's match, right? Josh, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> two drinks in, this bitch sleeping. It has nothing to do with the damn drinks. Don't kiss my ass. <laughs> What I tell you when we started this? Let me take Josh's phone. Y'all fuck off. 
Gonna kiss my ass. Oh my god, I feel it on me. You're a fucking dick. Yeah, it was. That's what it was. You didn't want to name Dr. Pepper's look. She knocked that bitch out. Yes, she did. Look at this. Look. Pow! Damn. Back fist. Damn, Tanks ain't that. Tanks to Paul Hatchet wasn't that vicious. <laughs> Wait a minute, maybe it was. Uh, hey, Josh. You gonna read the names of the match? <laughs> no. Next, we had Ricky and Carrie versus Alex and Plunky. And For those that don't know, it's Ricky and Carrie Morton. Morton. Alex Taylor and Jeremiah Plunkett. And Kansas, whoever his partner AJ was. Kazana AJ Kazana and. Uh, Plunky told us his name. I was going to say, Plunky told us who it was. Uh, it's big dude from Texas. Looks like he's wrestled for 106 years. Big grizzled motherfucker. Yeah. Um, or are they the Southern Gentleman or something? Southern Gentleman. Good match. Yeah, good match. Uh, Plunky said. I said, you got to work with Plunky on, or Plunky Plunky. on maybe you should have put that shit together. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. I've tried to put matches together with Ricky. I couldn't imagine it was six motherfuckers in it. <laughs> I wonder if Carrie's just bad. I don't know, but I remember Jessica Blues trying to call spots one night. Ricky said, hey, kid, shut the fuck up and listen. Let me do what brought me to the dance. <coughs> I popped bigger than shit for that. Yeah. Uh, Morton's get the victory. Double drop kick, yep. I was disappointed that they were only on the pre-show, but they weren't. We'll find out more about that later. Right. Uh, that ends the pre-show, so now we've got like... It felt like it uh, felt like an eternity of quiet time. <laughs> so we're watching the the guy in front of us with the camera because we're we're hard cam backs facing hard cams where we're at uh, fourth row dead center. I'm talking about dead fucking center. Great. We'll have Josh post a picture on uh, Facebook. Oh, you have. Okay. Just think. On the Facebook page or you or turn the buckle page. Turn the okay. buckle page. Yeah. Just think. We're front row dead center tomorrow. Front row dead center tomorrow. Well, today. I guess, or, <laughs> today. In a few hours. Yeah. We're going to be fucking... In 13 hours, we're going to be sitting front row. Bitch, I'm used to it. I don't sleep. Y'all see why? This, this is my nightly routine. <laughs> I'm better on a little sleep. Me too. You know that. But we start the pay-per-view off hot and heavy, baby. Yeah, we had a farewell mm-hmm. match. Aaron Stevens versus Trippin Murdoch. Now, I will say this from the start. You could see something different in Aaron's face when he came out. Yeah. He dozing. He dozing. I'm here. Eyes were closing. The way he was talking last after, well, we'll get into it after a minute, but it was a good match. It wasn't, a well, ge- it wasn't well, really I a think, long match. I think what had happened was he ended the show, you know, we'll get to that in a minute, as a baby face. Yeah, and then he had to kind of get that last little hill promo in. But what he said is pretty accurate. I mean, you do get nothing but adulation, and once that adulation's gone, there's nothing but memories and pain. I mean, mm-hmm. but uh, he wrestled one of mine and Jason's all-time favorites, Trevor Murdoch. Yes, and uh, botch spot on the ring. Uh, Stevens is going to do a jump off. I'm not sure what he's going to go for. Looked like a missile drop kick, probably. Maybe and somehow a his, shoelace. His lace off. gets stuck in the turnbuckle. And I thought, okay, he wears his laces out, kind of like the model Rick Martell did. But it happened again later in the match on an opposite turnbuckle. So 
I don't know. It must have been something with the ring they used tonight, which was the Kazana's ring. Yeah, and like I said, the, the, the buckle, it was just, it was wide. And there was yeah, like, it was a bigger it was buckle. But, but it hooked his laces. He dumped on his face. Um, Thankfully, he was okay. They had a great match. I mean, it was back and forth. Yeah. He did his usual stick with a cartwheel, the elbow drop. Uh, huge reaction when Stevens came out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, huge reaction for... Trevor. Trevor. Murdoch got a great reaction. Trevor, Trevor won with the, the uh, top rope. Top rope bulldog. Um, he, does, he does the right thing, rolls out of the ring, gives center stage to uh, Aaron. Aaron, and you know, the well, crowd, she, she crowds were you, giving Aaron. a thank you, Aaron. He grabs the microphone. All and, says one and all he said was, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Which is great, because that sounds like something that that gimmick would say. Yeah. The intellectual savior of the masses. And uh, he just said, you're welcome. And then as he's going up the ramp, uh, this is where you can start seeing him getting emotional because he stops, he pats his chest, full on baby faces, it tells the crowd he loves them. And it was just, it was a great moment. You know, that's what I told Jason, you know, we talked earlier about going to the Braves game on Father's Day and seeing history made. Yeah. Well, we got to see history made twice tonight, technically. Mm -hmm. Actually, three times. Three times. Three times, three times, three times. With all of our boys. Right. Uh, Drew was here with us. We know that. I think that's why we started talking so much shit. I think he was prodding us. Oh, yeah. You bastard. Yeah. Uh, but you great match, great send-off, huh? You ain't got the balls to say it. Watch this, you pussy. <laughs> uh, great match, great send-off. Uh, great way to start a pay-per-view. Yeah. Even if it wasn't a send-off match, but great. And now that we know how to end it, even better way. Next match on the card was the women's tag titles. The Hex defend against Pretty Empowered. Uh, great match. That's right, yeah. Uh, did you get names for individual girls? Uh, yeah, match is Marty Bell and... Marty Bell and... and Sienna Rollins. Well, Allison K. Or Allison K. now. And Kenzie, Paige, Henry, and who is her partner? I can't remember her partner's name. Shit. Uh, uh, Ellie... Ellie something. something. Another, sorry... Tell me if you're listening. We didn't catch her name. Uh, but I was telling Jason. Maybe. I was telling Jason um, because there was probably no shit 30, 30 of her family in the crowd tonight all wearing Kenzie Page Henry merch shirts. Yeah. Uh, and I told Jason, I looked at him, I said, I would put the titles on, as a booker, I would put the titles on these girls tonight, even if I made them drop them at TV tomorrow. And then, click kick. According to <laughs> you yeah, the fuck out of yeah, that the bro. finish. The finish, was, the finish was set up by a cunt punt. Yeah, she faked, uh, She did a fake out with the title. Kenzie did, and, and she kicked her right in the fucking cooch. Boom! And then she did the overdrive. One, two, three. And no one Kenzie did done that. Though. Yeah, it was, it was, I was Ella. And. Uh, According to what Tommy said, nobody knew they were winning tonight. Yeah. So that's awesome. I think they just didn't tell them that they were going to go when she didn't kick out, or she met, you know, Allison may have held her down because that's a big old girl. May have held her down, but you could tell the enjoyment on Kenzie's face. And oh, of course, she was so emotional. I hop up to my feet and I'm squalling, and I'd already showed Jason where the family was, and uh, he's squalling. The look on his face was total shock at first. I sent him a message. I was like, damn, dude, you look surprised. And Willa took a picture where he's literally going, what the fuck? 
and you got it right in the middle of the fog, so it was perfect. And uh, to see her hug her grandmother, which was the lady in the front row in front of us, and then hug her little brother, Skylar, uh, who's already had his first match. How awesome is that? <laughs> and then go and hug her mom and her dad. That, to me, even if I didn't know those people, I probably would have felt that emotion. Did you guys feel it? I mean, oh, yeah. I know y'all know uh, them through me in a sense. I, was, hear me I talk didn't about know them, and I got emotional. I'm an emotional person. Though. Me too, but I got emotional. Like, I'm a pussy. I had Eat the fuck off, man. He kissed my ass. I had I'm going to beat his ass. There's nobody over there. I was being loud for the hotel. Uh, just... I got emotional. That was a great match. Uh, that girl's worked her ass off from the time she was 15 yeah. and started doing shows with her daddy to graduating high school, going to preacher's camp. Uh, lost a shit ton of weight since she's been on AEW through the pandemic. Got signed to a contract. They're having a lover's quarrel. Sorry, Shut guys. Shut the fuck up, Ben. Lover's quarrel. Don't take your goddamn ice away. My knees are froze right now, so I don't know if I notice it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like you're pickled right now. Yeah. No, I'm not. Bro, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there is 13% alcohol in this shit. Yep. Two drinks fucked you up. <laughs> you have a hangover tomorrow. You have to ride my basket at the zoo. <laughs> I thought that was my spot. I'm going to put him in a... I'm going to... He's going to dump my ass in the no, room. I'm going to coddle him in a blanket and put him... <laughs> Put him in my, put him in my basket. Swaddle. Just throw him in the kangaroo exhibit. I'll ride in their pouch. Shut the phone out of there, He's big enough. I wonder how deep their pockets are. Copy. That's my copy. How about the deep cases? Oh. The first bitch. Arby's. I know her. You don't know her, but you know a her. Are you sure? Because mm-hmm. it flaps. Bat wings. Straight up bat wings. I like a big meat. All right, anyways, next match on the card was... <laughs> you stroked it from behind and start squeaking. Next match on the card was for the NWA World Junior Heavyweight title. Fucking champion banger. Homicide defense against P.J. Hawk. God damn. For those of you that don't know, P.J. Hawk is the son Hawks, of Luke yeah. Hawks. Uh, Hawks. PJ actually stands for Perry Jr. Uh, sorry, Luke. Uh, that's Luke's shoot name. Uh, it's great. Like I said, it's great to see Luke. He had Luke's a full-time single dad doing all this other shit we talk about, should, stunts and movies. Should they have called themselves Hawk and Son? No, Hawk's hair is awesome, man. It's got that, uh, it's got that knowledge feeling where they're from. Uh, and I don't know if you can tell by listening to Luke talk when you were over there with me, but He's, he's got a ghetto slang, but it's New Orleans ghetto slang. It's so awesome. For those of you that don't really know Luke Hoggs, you can go back to Wrestling Society X, XBW, early Wild Side. He was Alter Boy Luke. Uh, and then this son bitch found a gym and has blowed the fuck up. But it was great seeing him with both his kids tonight. And what got me was early on in the match, they do the yay boo, yay boo. And Perry gets booed. He's like, what the fuck? few minutes later he starts getting claps for his wrestling he goes see i can wrestle too <laughs> finish was the gringo killer yeah it was well what a- the one to him was good finish to him was good to he the gringo killer uh homicide picks him up showing the respect. does the japanese thing rubs his neck wakes him up uh which is a great thing that nobody does yes uh checks on him 
starts getting the crowd to pop for him. The Fixers, Jay Bradley, and did you get Big Boy's name? It's a big old some bitch. But he was hilarious. Oh yeah, he was hilarious, especially in the. He tore his groin. He tore his groin. He's not growing anymore. No, he pulled his groins. He pulled his groins. Uh, they come out. They start beating down Homicide. Uh, and then he said, it's elephantitis of the inner yeah. thigh. Now, looking at it the way, you know, it ended after the second match. Right. It looks like Colby may be with the fixer group. What matching-ish gear. That's what I was thinking, too, and then the way they left together. Colby Carino had some kind of guarantee. Well, I'm not sure that they left together. He was kind of being manhandled. <laughs> uh, dude, he didn't have much choice. <laughs> you see, see them, them boys? <laughs> they make me look like a little one. Not Chief. God damn. But, uh, Colby Carino cashes in his guaranteed shot for the NWA World Junior title. Yep. Uh, great heel thing to do because before that, that match probably went a good 15 to 20 solid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Action yeah. from start to finish. Oh, yeah. Everything you can want from a match. It had lucha, it had Japanese, good it had wrestling technical chain. wrestling. It was great. Uh, Kobe and Homicide were great together. Jason and I kept making jokes. I used to beat your daddy like this on Saturday nights back in the day. Blah, 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 blah. Well, uh, finish for this was another gringo killer. It actually fucking was. Good God. I literally thought, no, that wasn't the finish. You're right. I thought. He hit Kobe with this, and Kobe looked like he over rotated and landed on his face neck. (laughs) <laughs> now the fish, he was going for that. He was going for the cover crash. Breaking Ball Ligurski is the other thing. Breaking Ball Ligurski. Yes. And he was actually sitting at merch tables when we got there. Dude was, actually, he went and got nachos first. Yeah, he was behind Josh in line at yeah. the concession stand. Oh, goddamn. Now, now he goes to go for the Cobra Clutch. Kobe fights out of it, and then he just flips him and rolls him up. Yeah. The roll up. The roll up. Thought he killed him on the. Uh, thought he was going to make him humble and then yeah, roll Yeah, thought he through. killed him on that. Uh, that looked rough. Kobe leaves. Him and the Fixers fight. Uh, Fixers rule. I thought that uh, one spot, Homicide got an 80 chance started. Yeah, yeah going for the three, three amigos. amigos. Great match. Fucking. Homicide at his age can still fucking go. Dude, oh, fuck he's yeah. fucking great, man. He don't look like he's aged today either. But yeah. when you think about it, I remember watching Homicide when Ring of Honor started. So I know he's been in at least 20 years. What? And to get that spot in Ring of Honor on the first shows, you had to have been in longer than that for them to know you. So Black don't crack, so Dominican don't. Dominican? Get Oldican. Oldican? <laughs> Dominican don't that's look a cookie. Oldican. Oh, that's Otis Spunkmeyer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sorry, I'm, we're, we're going to get the match that I'm going crazy over because I was something with adventures. Next match was the NWA National Championship. Jack Dane defended against homie. Chris Adonis. This was really good. And if you've never seen Jack Dane, that's a big some bitch. He should have been cast as Thanos. Yes. In the last two Avengers movies. Motherfucker looks like Thanos. You didn't need to CGI anything. This motherfucker looks like the character they created for Thanos. (laughs) Did you see the City Gear jerseys? Nice. Literally, look him up. He's on Facebook. Uh, J. Dane Lehman. One thing that we noted on this. Dude, looks so much like Thanos. But he's a Bakewell boy. He's their hometown boy. 
Sent him yeah. a message after his match, showed him great match. We was in the crowd, get him that Chattanooga love. He messaged back, love it, guys. Thanks for the support. A uh, couple weeks ago, his opponent was Chris Adonis, uh, the former Chris Masters from WWE. A couple weeks ago, Josh had him on one of his lists. I can't remember which one. Jason and I both said, eh, was never a fan. They were talking about how much better he is. For me, spot. that changed tonight. Yeah, no doubt. He showed so much charisma and personality that the WWE won't let you show. Like Cardona, how he's turned his stuff around. I think this is the perfect form for Adonis because he's he's a damn good look. Well, hold on, he's a damn good looking man. Like he's got a great face. He's got great hair. Got great features. He's fucking jacked. So he can be the baby face that you're gonna buy eight by tens for. And he's uh, strong enough and does the master lock, so the guys are going to pop for him. Girls are going to come see him. And, hell, we're in 2022. Guys are going to come see him because they want to fuck him. But he showed more personality and charisma tonight, I think, than he did in either of his two WWE runs combined. Agreed. Yeah. Because all he was in WWE what was... What you said when he did that you said that about a strut? Flipped yeah. his hair and did a strut? Flipped his hair and did the strut. And I'm like, he would have never been able to do that in the Fed. You're a power guy. You I said, this is fucking this. this is fucking perfect for him. Because yeah. it was it was a small enough venue where it was Josh, intimate. And it would be entertaining and all that shit for him. But it was big enough to where it wasn't, you know. If you guys have ever been to a convention center, it was two ballrooms. When you give guys an opportunity to be themselves, that's when they shine. Agreed. The best gimmicks, and Billy Gunn has said this numerous times. Uh, If y'all remember that, bro, all you had to do was take it to the bathroom. (laughs) He gone. But do y'all remember that MTV special they did on wrestling with a kid that was training with Les Thatcher years ago? I know you do. You know, Billy Gunn said, I've tried all kind of gimmicks. They all sucked. Did I just hit your phone and stop it? No, it's still recording. Okay. I don't know what happened. Technical difficulties. But, uh, did he go get more eyes? Josh. No. Did you get more eyes? No. Okay. Okay. I was if he did it, I'll put it on my shoulder because he got it. But, uh, where were we at? What were we saying? Uh, David... Oh, Billy Gunn said, I've been in tons of gimmicks. They all suck. Finally, they let me be me, and I just turned the volume up to 10. Yeah. Um, that's me. That's my gimmick. Other than when I do the mask gimmick, my gimmick is me either turned up being a super nice guy, baby face, or, a, you know, your mom should have swallowed heel, one of the two. But but I'm I, a, your mom should have swallowed baby face, too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Honestly, this is my favorite match of the night, other than Homicide so far. Just because it was different. It was, as Jason likes to say, two big meaty men. Two doing, meaty men slapping meaty men. And they were slapping. <laughs> uh, you know, they do. He get puts Jacks in a chair, goes to the Master Lock Challenge. We figured out, folks, how to break the Master Lock. Kick them in the dick. You couldn't do it in WWE, but it damn sure worked tonight. Right. But yeah, they broke out the master lock, and then Dane got master or Adonis in the master lock. Then he hit him with that stiff ass clothesline for the finish. Yeah, that was God. Well, I told you it was gonna be because remember, I said he'd go for it the first time. The second time I and he missed, 
The next time I told Jason, I said, watch this. It's about to crush his damn head. And I think it flew to the third row. Yeah. We almost caught it to bring it home. We, yeah, we're going to bring the souvenir <laughs> home. But, uh, you know, yay. Our hometown boy won. Yep. Oh, excuse me. And he goes, nose. Yeah. <laughs> I seen it. He drank Dr. Pepper of his nose. And our hometown uh, Bakewell boy has agreed to come down and do, do the, the podcast. podcast with us. Yeah, I told him we'd feed him and he'd just let him pull. Let me have this. You don't do that shit because you know I don't have all underwear. What? <laughs> Truth be told, he lives in Nashville now, but right. his dad still lives in Bakewell, and he's he's an older gentleman. So uh, we get him down here next time he's helping Daddy on the farm. We'll get him down, and even if it's not a Tuesday, we'll get him down and record and save yeah. him for Tuesday because you know that's that's him working with us like that. We'll work around his yeah. schedule. Yeah, no doubt. All right, what we got next? Next, we got Scion. Accompanied by Austin Idol versus Tom Latimer. Great to see Austin Idol. It was. I was telling yeah, was Ben great. in the crowd, my first gimmick shirt I ever had that I remember was an Austin Idol shirt. Which I thought was awesome. Uh, the international heartthrob, baby. Now, we don't, like I said, we've not watched leading up to this. Luckily, the guys in front of us are from the part of Kentucky where they did the last pay per view or their last, last special and their last set of tapings. So they were telling us that apparently the sign character had come out and said his dad was a former NWA champion. His dad ends up being Austin Idol. Uh, they basically gave us a crash course on what happened. Brother is too little to be an intimidating mass man. Agreed. He walks down the ramp like he's 290 pounds of jack fucking muscle. Well, he had that big cape on. You're like, yeah. look, dude's going to be jacked as Yeah, hell. like he walked down and he looked like old school mass superstar coming to the ring. And so, then, what was his name? Mil... Zion. No, uh, Mil Muertes. Mil, and, uh, yeah, uh, Mil, oh, I fucking love Mil Muertes. Yeah, I thought he was Mil Muertes, Jack. Yeah, well, that's what he looked like when he came out yeah. in that fucking robe. He took, he, motherfucker took his shirt off. Took that robe off, it looked like Josh. He was Stacy Jack Jack. <laughs> I'm an Stacey Jack, Jack Jacks. <laughs> motherfucker. He built like Zach Dye. God damn. It was a good little match. Uh, it's a good match, though. Of course, Latimer Thomas Latimer, got if you guys don't remember from him, he was... Brand. Well, before that, he was in the original... Ascension. Ascension in NXT. Really? It was him and Adam Victor. Rose. No, it was no, him and Victor. Victor first, yeah. Uh, and, and then... then he was gone, that's when they brought Connor in. Then he got released after him and Charlotte got divorced. It's not the husband that beat Charlotte. That was her next husband. Well, and that then, was what I asked him. Like, why do I know him? Like, I could, well, like, then he it goes, wasn't coming. Well, then he got, if you didn't watch early NXT, then he went to TNA and became Bram. They made a big deal about bringing Bram in. Like, it was this whole dark gothic yeah. character. Yeah, he didn't wrestle in the skirt, but he'd wear like the pleather, like Raven type skirt to the ring. And I think he had a sword or something. He come to the ring. I think he was supposed to be like a Dracula type. Something deal. similar. But he got, he got pushed good there, and then. I know he did a lot of the Monsters Ball stuff with yeah, the, Abyss. Abyss. And then when the uh, NWA started off, uh, him and Adonis were teamed together as Risky Business. Strictly Business, I did it again. <laughs> no, that was Aldis. Yeah, so I mean, who did I say? Adonis. Yeah, Aldis. Him and Aldis were Strictly Business. I keep wanting to call them the Risky Business. <laughs> uh, again, another good match. Thomas Latimer, I looked at him. 
This guy is fucking jacked. Fuck yeah. And tan as a motherfucker. And he's got height. He's probably six one, six two. Yeah. Uh, shorter than me, but taller than most people on main roster. Fellas, y'all keep talking. I'm going to shit again. God damn, son. I know it. <laughs> no more pizza buffet and Waffle House on the same day for you. Next match we had on the card. Well, we uh, oh, go, 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 go. You were talking about how great Latimer looks. And I actually made a comment that he looks better than half the guys who have contracts on TV. Mm-hmm. A lot of people on this show. And he works better than half the guys that have contracts on TV. Uh, fuck yeah. Facts. Like, his shit was believable. He yeah. looked good. Uh, he gets the win. What did he win with? You guys pop remember? up powerbomb. Was it a pop, pop up powerbomb? Pop up sit up. Yeah, pop, yeah, pop, pop up, up sit up, up powerbomb. Yeah, the, it almost looked like he was doing like a sky high. Yeah, sky high into a sit up powerbomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was supposed to be a heel, but he got a huge reaction. This is a really unique ceiling. Then maybe he wasn't supposed to be a heel. Maybe just the promo he cut at the end of the show was heelish because of what he said. He could be a tweener. <laughs> what well, this show you could have tweeners because there's baby faces and heels. So I would see that, but uh, not too impressed with the mask guy. Not at all. No. No. Uh, is there is there potential? Yeah, there's potential. Um, if he would get in the gym and bulk up, that could be an intimidating mass man given. But right now, I think he's just kind of there. Yeah. And is he actually Austin Idol's son, or is it just a gimmick? I think it's just a gimmick. Austin Idol looks fertile. <laughs> but uh, Latimer, amazing. Agreed. All right. Next match on the card was for the NWA World Television Championship. Champion Tyrus defends against Mims. Uh, breaking news. I love that belt. Breaking That's news. Mim suffered a concussion and had to be leaving in an ambulance. I'm not paying attention when we were there with Plunky. Yeah. Josh was looking like, what the fuck? I heard, I heard y'all talking about him what? getting hurt. But I thought he was back before the show. Yeah, but he made it back before the show ended. Um, and I kept telling Jason, and, and this Mims kid, we're not picking on him because he's green, uh, but his his footing looked off the whole match. It's almost like he was tripping over himself. It's like uh, when he got pulled off the top rope, like he was supposed to land on his feet. And he, that's when he bumped his, I think that's when he hit his knock. And then there was a few more bumps where he wasn't supposed to take the bumps, but he did. So I think he was just a little inexperienced. He was still getting his feet up under Tyrus was fucking money yeah. with the crowd. Other than the dick on his back. Yeah, for some reason it looked like he's got a fucking giant orange penis. Giant orange skeletal penis on his back. Maybe it's a well penis. A well penis? Mine's well and it don't look like that. Oh, you mean like blowhole well? You're blowhole! A blowhole! That kind of well? And we got big old donkey dicks then. Hey, I like the fact that he pulled out the brother's clay. Shall I get him? Yeah. Uh, that's what I was saying. He was great with the crowd because some dude was getting into it. And Tyrus was just putting it back on him like he didn't miss a beat. Uh, Tyrus isn't very mobile anymore, I noticed. No. Uh, but he's still over. He, he's very Ben Thrasher. Yes. <laughs> he retained the NWA World Television title even though before the match they said it was a non-title match. <laughs> yeah, that didn't make no sense at all. That title. See? 
We got a surprise. Yeah, we need to talk to him about that later. We'll talk to him tomorrow when he's coherent. Surprise. Okay, yeah, we can't. Tomorrow. I mean, Jason yeah, still li- tired. He listens back to the podcast. We can't really say what the surprise is on the podcast. All right, what's your next match? Next matchup is the NWA World Tag Team Championships, La Rebellion versus Commonwealth Connection, which is Doug Williams and Harry Smith. You said it wrong. Doug fucking Williams. Doug fucking Williams. God damn it. Man. And if you don't know Doug Williams, you did after go you shoot match. yourself. And then when you miss because you're a fucking idiot, come back and let me tell you who Doug Williams is. I'll wait. Go ahead. You missed, didn't you? You ignorant fucker. Glad you're back. <laughs> yeah, damn. You can go back and find some of his British stuff because he's actually British. If you can't find any of that, go to early 2000s, about 2003, 4-ish Ring of Honor and watch it. If you can't find that, what do you pay a month? Eight bucks for Impact Plus? I didn't hear these, so it's like seven. If you can't do that, take your broke ass and get fucking Pluto TV. It's free. It says at the bottom. And keep watching until you see some Doug Williams. Or there's this invention called YouTube. Type in Doug Williams and watch it. If you've never seen or understood British wrestling, again, go shoot yourself. I think they get it then. This time, don't miss. But British wrestling is different than any other form of wrestling. And you say I'm aggressive. It's why Jason and I love Regal, why we love Dave Taylor, why we love Pitt Finley, why we love Benoit. Uh, and Davey Smith Jr. come out wearing British Bulldog oh, throwback girl. gear. Mm-hmm. I'm that talking about the white, the white tights, blue trunks, Union Jack on the ass, Union Jack on the knee pads, and the multicolored, the multicolored red, white, and blue British Bulldog boots. God, and Davey, so looks like, Davey looks like a million bucks, too. So much like his fucking dad. Too. God, but so then, much. What did like you it. say? The, the Mexican La Rebellion. La Rebellion. La Rebellion. Did, you, did anybody get their individual name? I can find Wolf and I knew Mecca Wolf, Batista, Biesta, B E S T I A six six six. Okay. It's almost like Batista, but it's like Biesta. I guess it's Biesta. 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 That's probably how you say beast in Spanish. But these guys come out and look great. Doug Williams come out and look like a million bucks. Like he's he's Jack and like I said, Jason and I are huge on British wrestling anyway, and we've always been Davy Junior fans. Uh, from his run in the Fed to Killer Elite Squad with Lance Archer. Uh, so this match had me cracking up at the crowd. Did you guys catch this? Jason and I did. When Doug and Davy are in the ring double teaming, they're hollering for the ref to get somebody up. But the Mexicans are in there. They're like five, ten seconds, right? The Mexicans are in there for like 45 seconds spots, and they're not saying shit. I was like, they're racist against the British and the Canadians. Actually, he's American. Yeah, fuck you guys. Uh, but that <laughs> match was badass. Uh, I told you guys when we were listening to the Crockett Cup review that they had this match back at that pay-per-view. and uh, There was an injury in this match also. Yes, uh, Doug Williams suffers a broken nose. We can see that from the fourth row. Literally, you can see his nose was three inches out of place. It was shifted over like a month. Uh, and it, it started pouring it blood. It looked rough as It started pouring blood the longer the match went on. But, oh, yeah. Uh, Which just made him look more badass than yeah, one. Yeah, brutal, stiff. Um, 
two things I've always wanted to do, but I was never a fan on the other side. I always wanted to get a holy shit chant started. We did that tonight. <laughs> and Jason and I got a Let's Go Doug chant from a crowd that five minutes ago was totally against this motherfucker. <laughs> so right after the Let's Go Doug chant, they worked at the house, new NWA World Tag Team Champions, Doug Williams and David Boy Smith Jr., who were actually there hanging out with us tonight, having drinks after the show, which was totally fucking awesome. Fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck you, whoever listened to this. Yeah, we're Marks. Plunky yeah. invited us to hang out with the boys tonight, so goddamn, we went to the Marriott. Woo! And we was throwing comic. No, we wasn't. We went throwing comic. We were styling profiling. We were throwing kamikazes back like there was no tomorrow. We had a Miller lot with Plunky and let him go eat because homeboy hadn't ate all day, but we did go <laughs> hang out and have drinks with the boys. Dude, hell yeah. Billy Kurgan, his wife, were hanging out. The best scene, though, was Davey and Doug Williams just sitting on his couch like they didn't want to fucking On the couch there. by themselves. He was just like, Talking to the fat referee. Yeah. And so my, I started hurting real bad tonight after the show. So Jason went and got the car. I said, if I'm not at the bench when you come to find me, come back and look between Doug and uh, Davey. I may have just sit in the middle and be like, so boys, let's talk wrestling. That didn't happen because we wouldn't be here doing a podcast now because we would either still be there or in jail. Yeah. Then he called for stalker. Or at the hospital because Doug would have not stretched your ass. <laughs> I felt good though. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, a little bit more, please. So, Josh and Will, this next match is on y'all because okay. right after this, Jason and I'll even go talk to Plunky. And next, I hate that y'all miss this because we had what, in my opinion, was the best women's match I have seen all year. That's WWE, AEW, anything. Time out. WWE don't have women's matches. Yeah. Anyways, it was. They have divas matches. It was for the NWA. They have two girls that wrestle constantly. It was for the NWA Women's World Championship. Beautiful Camille, belt too, by the way. God yes. damn it! I love them. And the tag belts. We tag forgot. Yeah, we forgot to gloss over how gorgeous they are. Oh, yes. they were so beautiful. That's the good thing about the NWA. All of their belts go back to the old school NWA belts. You know the the ten pounds yeah. of gold they use for the world title. Their national title is basically based off the old school Crockett U.S. title, the Crocodile Leather. World tag titles are the 86 throwbacks. Beautiful belts. Women's champion is the original NWA World Women's Champion from Mildred Burke. The women's world tagged in the TV titles, of course, the Arn Anderson red leather black bag and TV title. <laughs> women's belt for the Mildred Burke and I think it was Moolah. Uh, women's tag belts on green leather. No side plates. One beautiful all gold center plates with some uh, what? So fucking. What are the green emeralds on the plate? I would love to have when they showed it. I know a guy. It's beautiful. Um, But when it hit the lighting in the arena on our side, we was like, that is so sparkly, but. Best belts in the business is NWA, and that's probably because I love the throwback style. Right. But mm-hmm. by far the best belts in the business. Agreed. We we couldn't let that go without putting over. I know. Yeah. You know, we talked about how much we liked the All Atlantic title earlier, so got to put over those belts. They were beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, Camille defended her women's world championship against Colin Colin King. And the, Camille is a brick house. She earned that goddamn. I mean, she is fucking. She looks so goddamn. But Colin was Colin handled. They and beat the fuck out of each other. You guys God. have probably seen Colin on. Uh, you ever watch Sammy's vlog? Uh, she was all over it. She was the redheaded girl 
it was with Cody when they were doing had the nightmare nightmare factory group. Uh, she done a lot of dark. She done a lot of the. Uh, she was always in the crowd during the COVID tapings. Uh, she done some matches during the COVID taping, but I think it's good for her. I think she'll get more out of this than she would be okay. lost in the shuffle. Because like I said earlier, I don't know if we were recording a podcast then or we were just bullshitting about how AEW's got so much women talent, but they're getting like WWE where they only push certain women. We were just bullshitting. Okay, we'll go over them when we do the podcast on Tuesday, but I think that's the best fit for people like her and Kenzie. Like, y'all have never yeah. seen Kenzie. That girl could go in the ring. She she wrestles like a dude, and that's not a bad thing to say. No. I mean, Statlander wrestles like a dude. Thunder Rosa wrestles like a dude. Um, those girls are exactly, right. I think, where they need I've to be. I've seen some of Kenzie's stuff. Well, yeah, you watched a lot of the her on AEW. Well, stuff. I mean, even through, like, Crunk and them. Okay, yeah, she's so good. Yeah, her, she does a lot of those shows in Alabama with Crunk. Actually, I think they were in a group. Maybe yeah. she was in a kudo death, or maybe it was another group. No, it was a different. Group. I think it was a lot of her and her and Dylan were. Yeah, her and Dylan yeah. did a lot together. Yeah, they but they tore the fucking house down. Perfect place for these girls, and like I said, um, we'll probably watch that match Tuesday before the podcast. Yeah, uh, y'all get, need to get back because that way we can give her go back and give our opinion on it. But that way, it'll give us time to get home. And they and, and what I, they gave them. I think they gave them, what, 20, 25 minutes? Well, yeah. probably. It was a 30 minute, I think 30 minute time limit, man. Yeah, just and, a 30 minute time limit. I remember the announcement. It, it went before. pretty much close to the, it had to because we were out there talking to Plunky for probably 15, 20 minutes of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, so good. Uh, Camilla retained. Yep, with the spear. And then what brought us back in from talking to Plunky was one of my favorites of all time the good doctor. Doctor? The zip of the body donna's even. <laughs> Well, hang on, before we go. Come out to... Sh- pause. Smack you in the mouth. He come out to bad medicine by Bon Jovi, bitch. You don't pause. Pause. I did not realize that Bully Ray trained both Camille and Kyle. Nice. That's why he wanted to... That's why he was on commentary for it. I don't know that he trained Kyle because she was working at QT school. Bully trained both of these women. It was in the... Huh. Maybe he started her in KT just, or QT just Because <coughs> he got in the ring and held up Camille's hand and he looked at Kyle and he said, shake her hand. He pulled a regal. Well, <laughs> shake. I, well, tells me to do something, I'm going to do it too. Oh, we can't forget the fact of earlier in the night, Velvet Sky, which by the way, they're not together anymore, but still. Velvet got Sky in. got into it with, who was it? No, it was during the homicide match. They were about she to jumped. place each other onto the announce table. And she, <laughs> she, she climbed on the dude's their, shoulder. <laughs> their, um, no, she climbs up on the, the guardrail. Guard I swear she was on that one dude's shoulder no, at one she point. she was on the guardrail at this time. And the with dirty her old ass, man in behind. The guy right across from us at Hard Camp that had the long ponytail that looks like he drives a windowless van and yeah. has free candy was taking pictures of her ass. <laughs> and so the bully had to come and sit right there. I was like, Jason's like, I bet he don't take pictures of him. <laughs> I would have just been like, these sir. <laughs> they just pictures of your head. Good sir, good pictures of your head. Which he may have trained her, got her started. Then once she got to AEW, yeah. you know, since she was doing all the COVID stuff, she had to be in Atlanta. And maybe just started polishing up with QT. Yeah. All right. But I didn't know that. I didn't know Bully was training people. 
Well, him and Devon. Well, I don't know if. Well, know. I knew they were training people in Florida, but well, they, they didn't say him school. and Devon. They just said right. they, they're not together anymore. Devon's got the team three D schools, and Bubba's got his own school. Yeah. Oh, Devon was at the PC now. Well, he's doing. He's an agent. He's an agent. Well, maybe not long because he had a stroke surgery or something. Pretty bad. All right, and to close out the show, we had Matt Cardona addressing his future and the future of the ten pounds of gold. Oh, but when he came out. Nobody in that crowd but the four of us liked that motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, I get it. It's an old school fan base and NWA is attracting. I love that about it. But I love the fact that Cardona gets it and he's smart enough to know that it is a old school <coughs> fan base is the basis of the company. Well, that and the guy sitting right behind us. Strip a belt, bramming. And goddamn take the belt. Take the goddamn belt. And one time I had to say, is Jacobs behind us? If he can't defend it, take it. <laughs> Which, like, you know, this segment went a little long, but it was yeah. entertaining. Yeah. Like Cardona's not giving the belt up. He's got his posse. He's got the Cardona's with him. It's what the family's called. Mike Talks Knox. about how much he busted his ass. Mike Knox, who they go all the way back to WWE, ECW. VSK, uh, who is another one of Pat Bucks and Brian Myers trainees. Of course, Chelsea looking fucking amazing. Her ass show was hungry in them britches, though, boys. Mm. They got a couple grapes. Beautiful 10 pounds of gold. Yep. And Cardona looked like a million bucks even with that. And you could tell that. This was meant. It's you could tell that it was bothering him to not lose the belt in the ring to have to give it up this yeah. way. Um, he him was, and Billy Corgan do a lot of back and forth. Unfortunately, with no microphone, so I hated that. So I'm hollering in the crowd. It's not nice to keep secrets because it's dead quiet in the fucking crowd. <laughs> People are just dying. Like, I'm doing anything I can to get these motherfuckers to look at me. So I can throw up the L.I. while he's looking again. Uh, and then after that, out comes Nick Aldis. And here's where I lost respect for Nick Aldis. He cuts a promo. He buries his opponent he was supposed to wrestle. Tells him that he's a Fed failure, which Cardona should have grabbed the mic and be like, at least I was good enough to make it to the Fed, bitch. Your wife couldn't even get you a job. So back and forth, I hope we get that in the future. So he done numerous things that a baby face is not supposed to do should in a promo. He never do. He shit on his opponent. No, a heel should never do this. No, he belittled his opponent. He belittled every motherfucker in that dressing room because he said, oh, you're not the only one nursing an injury. My back's been hurting from carrying this whole goddamn company by myself on my back for five years. Slap in the face to Trevor Murdoch, who was a champion. Tim Storm. The late. To Jack Stane, people that got the NWA to where it is now. What was his name? He was feuding with Tim Storm before he passed away. Before he passed away. Yes. Oh, the question mark. Another one of my buddies from Nashville. Josephus. Josephus, Josephus Brody. When it started coming back, I, I was heavily watching. I was. Oh, I, was I loved, I used I to loved Josephus. I wrestled him about once a month in Nashville. Did the Bruiser Brody What happened gimmick. to him? Uh, he was a massive heart attack or brain oh, aneurysm, one of the two. Damn. But I like Aldis. I love Aldis's work. Again, going back to... Yeah, he's an amazing fucking worker. Jason and I were huge fans of Brit- Brutus Magnus. We were fans of him and Joe together. British invasion. Again, the British style. We love it. But at that point, I told you, if he wins, I'm booing him out of this fucking building. Because he did everything you're not supposed to do. 
Well, he's not the only one that comes out. Next comes out to be Trevor Murdoch. Trevor Murdoch. Former NWA World Heavyweight Champion that lost to Cardona that never got his rematch. And he said he wanted to he wanted to face he was telling Billy, Hey, Me I want him and all this for the ten pounds of and then after that, here comes Tom Latimer. And Camilla cuts a hell of a promo. Mm-hmm. You know, are you scared to put my husband here, my husband there? Um, then Latimer. And that's when Latimer gets the cuts money. He looks at Billy and said, how long have we known each other? Nine, ten years? You've been my been boss on two occasions now. Yeah. And you've never put me in a vain event. There's only two reasons for that. One, you're goddamn stupid. And the other is you're goddamn blind. And here's another thing I didn't, made me not like all this. Everything he's saying, Billy's pointing at all this. That's like, that's my golden goose. He done it, he done it. So at that point, he just become everybody that I hate in wrestling. He becomes a hand-picked guy shoved down my throat. And I didn't like that. Well, guess what, guys? He's not the only one that wants a shot at the 10 pounds nope. of gold. Here comes the returning. Sam Shaw. Sam Shaw. His so, wife will be happy. Andy he brings that belt home. So after all those people got in, you see Cardona being emotional. Billy Billy's asking, to him, and I read Billy's lips. Yeah, I did too. He so said, you will get a shot when you come back. Do the right thing. Do business. And I promise you, when you're healthy, you've got the next okay. shot. I got you. Matt goes, I promise. He goes, cross my heart. Fist bumped him. Matt mm-hmm. relinquishes the belt. Him and his crew leave. And the most violent, fucking brutal four-way starts. God, the most it was so fucking good. Violent, Damn. brutal way they can. Uh, it starts. They all powder to the floor. Uh, and they're Lattimore fighting outside for a good five minutes. Shunts Sam Shaw over the barricade. Just shits him out like a shit can over it. Uh, then everybody's standing up, so I couldn't see all the action. But no. the dude in front, of, in front us of us was, tall was standing shit. up and we were watching his phone. And they're just all beating the shit out of each other. Um, great shit. I mean, we can't recap everything they did. That's, no. If you guys are professional wrestling fans, period, of any any form of professional wrestling, you owe it to yourself to spend the twenty four ninety nine and watch this, or spend fifty bucks, and from this time next year to the what is this? July, June, June. The, fir- the first pay-per-view in June, you'll have all of that and not have to pay for anything. Not have to pay for either set of TVs they do, Power or USA, not have to pay for any specials, any pay-per-views, all that stuff for 50 bucks. Or you can pay 25 bucks and get the one-time pay-per-view. To me, that's a no-brainer. Right. It, it's worth it to go check out. Like I said, we can't recap all the action. We, we, we will recap going into the finish. Trevor's on the top rope. He's going to go for the bulldog. And he gets his fucking foot he gets in that his damn foot in that just like what happened with Aaron. But, but worse, because he just got Aaron's laces. This it one actually whole ripped it. And he's wearing probably about 12, 13-inch high wrestling boots. And it ripped it and pulled it all the way down to his ankle. Uh, don't know if he's hurt, but he sold the whole way out if he's not. Um, finish, they go Broadway, hit four ways. Uh, round robin finishes. Round robin finish. Aldis ends up shitting Latimer out of the ring as he's feeding up. Trevor comes off the top rope with a bulldog for the one, two, three. Trevor Murdoch is once again your NWA World Heavyweight Champion. 
Um, whether or not he was supposed to be a baby face, he cut a hell of a baby face promo last well, week. I think, yeah. I think he was. He's a baby I don't care face. if you're fat, ugly, black, white, yellow, green. I don't care if you're green. fat, ugly, don't skinny, tall, yellow, green. We all believe you. Bust your you, ass you and if you have a dream, you bust your ass and believe it, and you can make it happen. And uh, told the crowd, thank you. Uh, he sells his way out. Actually, he has uh, the ring announcer coming to strap the belt on him before all this. Great visual. Uh, sends the crowd home happy. They thank us for selling the building out tonight. Invite everybody for everybody back for TV tomorrow. And they said, now, y'all got to get the hell out because we ran over on time. Way over on time, and the cops are telling us to leave. Uh, but they did say they will return to Knoxville. Uh, we he hang told out. Billy Corrigan that he needs to come to Chattanooga. Yeah. He said Ricky Morton's telling us where to go. Yeah, uh, we Billy Corrigan walked out, and Josh Hunter said, "Billy, thank you, great show." Oh, and yeah, we're walking great. out at the same time, so we're walking out with him. And uh, I was like, "You should bring him to Chattanooga. Be a less drive for us." I said, "Don't get me wrong, the drive was totally worth it. We'll be back tomorrow for TV." Oh, he said, "I'm already on Chattanooga. I got Ricky Morton telling me where to go." I said, "He'll know right where to go." Goddamn right. It's uh, and the perfect place for them, I thought about it when me and Will was sitting there, running where Hermie ran. Trading Convention Center, the motel's right there for the guys. Mm-hmm. Great ballroom setting like they had tonight. I think they could sell it out. Fucking Cajun Marina? He said that too. Because they've got fans that travel. Oh, yeah. Homeboy in the Santa Claus shirt, or Santa Claus jacket, or Santa Claus hat. Santa Claus everything. Jacket. He goes to every show. Oh, yeah. Uh, I used to see him on the GPB tapings. So, uh, tonight ended amazing. Fuck yeah. I think it blew everybody's expectations away. And then, uh, we're gonna wake up tomorrow and go to the zoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ben's gonna ride in a fucking cart because he can't walk anymore. And then we're gonna grab some quick food and head to watch a marathon TV taping. TV taping tomorrow. I think Will and I look, it starts at four and ends at like eight or nine, so four or five hours of TV. Well, yeah. it'd be longer than that because like I said to him, there's no commercials during the taping, so that might get you probably 10 weeks of TV, honestly. Yeah. Um, then, depending on what time TV's over, our plan now is to yeah, four to nine. get dinner with Jeremiah yeah, Plunkett, dinner with Plunkett and, and then we should be home. We'll probably record TV taping podcast on the way home tomorrow. Yeah. Jason posted when he gets home. So you guys will have this one to listen to, and you'll have another one to listen to. And then Tuesday, we're back on schedule to start recording another one. We got a lot to review for you. We'll probably review this in a quick form again. Right. Uh, just in case. As quick as possible, anyway. Well, yeah, and then that way Jason and I can give our thoughts on the women's title match. But uh, we're not going to do pops tonight. Uh, no. I think we could unanimously say our pop tonight was getting to spend this time. Yes. Experience history being made with three, two different champions crowned. And uh, what was the other one? Aaron uh, Stevens' last, last match. match. Getting to experience that with our brothers. That's our community pop for the week uh, or, or for the night. We'll have another one Tuesday. And, uh, what else are we going to do for your own? Forbidden Door card. Yeah, five yeah, Forbidden our Door top, matches. Our top five this week will be book your... Cause we didn't have five Forbidden Door in. matches because we don't know exactly what's going to happen right. at Forbidden Door. So the only rule is you can't book a match that's already changed. 
you can change the people in it because these are the matches you want to see as a fan. Right. So you can take Tanahashi out of working Moxley, put Tanahashi in there with Brian if that's who you want, or Kingston or any of that stuff. But uh, they got to be on the New Japan and AEW roster. And or Ring to, of Honor. Or Ring of Honor, which is AEW. So Will's going to have a little time to study on that one. Uh, if I gave you my top five moments from tonight, uh, five would be Kenzie. Two would be there for Aaron Stevens. I don't know how you went five two, but that was good. Five four. <laughs> uh, three would be getting to see all my brothers. Uh, two would probably be that tag title win. And one would be seeing Trevor Murdoch regain the belt. Okay. That would that would be my five. Uh. I say getting to see Ricky again would probably be number five for me. Always. <coughs> Just because. It's Ricky. It's Ricky, and I've always been, you know this, the tag team wrestling mark. Oh, me I too. Am. Remember, I, I smiled the whole time I was taking the double drop kick the first yeah. time. Uh, number four, uh, probably, even though it didn't work, uh, getting to see Cardona come out. Yeah. Uh, three being there for the history of Aaron Stevens' retirement. Yeah, uh, I was always a huge uh, bro. I'm <laughs> I was an idol Stevens bar. Remember right. that guy? But I love you know him getting called up. Why Cassidy Riley got moved to OVW so quick? Wow, because they put him with Casey James, name of the James Boys. But I I loved sitting uh, <laughs> out in WWE. Mm-hmm. Then they. Uh, the whole road scholars with him and Cody. The I whole uh, Mizdow. The whole Mizdow thing when Still he finally, say he should have beat Miz. He should have won the Andre Battle Royal that year. Yes. And they should have fucking pushed his ass. But after that, he pretty much got released. Yeah. Don't understand uh, their logic sometimes. Uh, number two, probably the emotion of seeing. Kenzie Page, yeah. even though, like I said, I've not met her or anything, but just knowing that she has you local have to ties. You can feel that emotion. Well, knowing that she has local ties Absolutely. and mutual friends and everything right. like that. Plus, you got to see, as a dad, you got to see her, her parents. See her parents. General shock. Because, remember, they didn't know either. Right. And that girl couldn't have known to be that tearful. No. Like, we've all tried that. We've all tried to kayfabe to not know it, and it's right. not as genuine as that was. And then, uh, number one, uh, Murdoch winning. Yeah. Just because, you We know, were huge Katie Murdoch marks. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, I love them. Are you got a top five, Will, from tonight? Does the whole night count? There you I'll go. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. Same with me. You're just saying that because you're still half asleep. Yep. <laughs> and I'm tired. I want to go to bed. All right, you fuckers. That's been Turn the Buckle Podcast. Special NWA Always Ready Edition. Remember, we're going to be back tomorrow night and probably... God, it's we... almost 4 o'clock already. God damn. <laughs> I ain't even sleepy, bro. I'm not either. I'm good. If we eat with Plunky, we'll probably start the podcast, I'd say, around 11 on our way home. We got an hour and a half drive. We should be able to wrap up TV in that time. 
Yeah. Hey guys, give you something to listen to Monday, Tuesday. I'm not sure how long this one will be after Jason pieces it all together. It'll be a plunkies. decent time. They got their plunkies in there. Yeah. This will give you something to listen to on Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday morning, your favorite regular podcast will be there. Hopefully, Josh won't be asleep, so I can cuss him out and not feel bad about it. And I know you guys love our interaction <laughs> with that. Uh, and remember, folks, he had two drinks. That doesn't do it two drinks. he's sleepy. We all got up at the same time this morning. No, we didn't. Jason and I got up, I think, before <laughs> you guys did. I was up at, we was up at 7.30 this morning. Brother, I was up at 6. Okay. <laughs> I was up at 5.45, pissed, and I was like, if I go back to sleep, I'm not waking up. Yeah, Knox woke me up and wouldn't let me go back to sleep. I, I said, yes, I'm still watching, so I kept watching it. Back. And I was like, ooh. The next thing I know, the girls match, and I was like, hey, buddy. But I was up when you called. Yeah. I was probably got up and was moving around at like 7, 17. Hi, I'll beat you. You did. And I'm toting all this around. <laughs> you just the lazy shit that can't handle your alcohol. There's nothing to do. I'm just talking about him. Was he dozing, Will? Uh, I did, was I denying? I'm not denying that I was dozing. Yes, I just no. said I'm tired. But before alcohol, you weren't dozing. Yes, you weren't tired then. <laughs> That's what we call that. And on that note, for this late night, <laughs> Saturday night, early Sunday morning edition of the Turn the Buckle podcast. Guys, we got to go to church. Fuck that. You mean the NWA arena? Yeah, baby. <laughs> hey, you'll soon be in the church of Southern Wrestling. Goddamn right, baby. I am Jason Hampton. Josh Scott. Will Clark. And I am Ben fucking Thrasher. Peace out, fuckers. <laughs>